What's up, everybody? Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalkCake.com. I am your host, David. This is episode 99. Is it 99 already? 99. I can't believe I've talked for 99 episodes. I can believe it. I can definitely believe you've been well, talking for whatever. 99 episodes. Uh, we're joined with the whole crew today. Leo. We're back. Jen. Hey, guys. G. What's up? Ryan. What's happening? And joining us for this very special breakdown of spider-man and stranger things is the number one indiana jones stuntman what up chris hello sir hello everybody for those unaware um why we call him the number one indiana jones stuntman is the last two 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 time indiana jones stuntman the last two times we've been to disney world during the indiana jones stunt spectacular (laughs) they asked for volunteers and mr chris chin is a stuntman two time on that show stole the show Wow, we're, we're, stole the show. We're in the presence of greatness. Greatness, what you're saying. Yeah, greatness. Yeah. Got, like we literally it. are the the <laughs> in between of Harrison Ford and Chris Pratt. Chris Chin is like right in the middle. Like six degrees of separation. We yeah. we all know Harrison Ford yeah. now. I'm pretty sure I'm getting an invite to whenever that movie comes out. Yeah, <laughs> like he's going to the premiere. Like Chris Pratt's gonna yeah. hit him up and be like, "How did you do it?" Yeah, <laughs> I get the, regular texts on like my thoughts on how to play the character. <laughs> <laughs> So, today is a very light agenda, uh, pretty much covering all the news we've missed in the last few weeks. I think one or two weeks at this point. One and a half, I think two. two one and a half, two because definitely. Jen and I were away in Europe with, Dis- with Mickey Mouse and, and Peter Parker, and, Peter Parker and all that fun stuff. So, we were, we were away on our honeymoon, and Europe was fucking awesome. <laughs> right, Jen? It was fabulous. Yeah, the six-hour six delay is... The time difference. The time difference really kind of like screwed us up when we got back. But out of G, G, we met someone from California that that was on a nine hour uh, time difference from, and they were like dying. Yeah, they're dying. Yeah. (laughs) So that would be you. But all 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 in all, good time. But it's funny you mentioned Spider Man, Leo, because we did not get Spider Man on the boat. We did not because they don't own it. We were disappointed because don't they like partly have. No, so no, technically, I, I think they can use the character. They can use the character, the but they goes to Sony. To Sony. So we did meet Peter Parker on the boat, but we yeah. didn't get to see his movie. We sadly. did see it after, but that's, what, that's tough. Yeah, that's yeah. tough because like, they just like that part of the closet. Like you can pretty much show it anywhere, not on the boat though. It's crazy nah. because when we got there, the day we got there, they gave us like an itinerary of all the movies that are playing, and I went right to Jan- July first and second. I'm like, okay, it's either gonna play one of these two days, Nothing. and I saw that I missed. That it wasn't there. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then um, Jen and I spoke to someone that works on the boat, and they pretty much told us it's not going to be here because we don't own it. Oh shit! They don't own the movie rights, like to which kind of ki- we can we can kind of kick it kick it into the news with that. The fact that I don't know how true this is. G and Leo, I kind of shared it with you guys, and I think Chris, you're the first one I shared it that. If Spider-Man doesn't make a billion dollars, it, Sony gets everything back. Like, I mean, it, <laughs> good, wait, good this one, so it's all on this, all far from home to make the billion. Yeah, but this, I don't think Spider-Man movies ever made a billion dollars on its initial run. No, only uh, I think the third one did. Did it really? Because well, let me, let me, let me verify that before Home, I start Homecoming made eight hundred million. <laughs> so I'm like. Start saying things. It's up to six hundred million so far, but that's 
that'll be tough. So it's it's tough for that. Like, I mean, to just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, like, I take it with a grain it's, of salt. It's, it's too lucrative for both of these studios to work together for yeah. that to be like the determining factor. Like Chris said it. Work you, but can you see Sony getting like kind of like I don't know? They're like, we want to put him in Venom too. So. I, I can't see Sony being like thinking that like full, getting that full of themselves, but even Venom didn't do as well as they wanted it to do. So I don't think they feel no, confident yeah. to be on the standalone on the, by themselves just yet. No, I, I I think Chris a couple of years ago when this Spider-Man stuff started, he actually laid it out perfectly. He's like, why would Sony give up doing nothing and making billions or millions? Yeah, it's, it's free money for them. It still is. Yeah. Yeah. Like for them to stand on their soapbox and say we want tom hardy to be venom in your spider-man movies is a wild move to turn down billions of dollars and especially with what happens in spider-man far from home they're already setting up the future so it's like why would sony be like yeah you know we want it back i i don't know i am i call the i like you said leo it's like grain of salt there i mean don't get me wrong i'm sure spider-man spider-man 3 did not make a billion dollars it's it is the highest grossing one worldwide though 890 okay I mean, there might be, there definitely might be some caveats to that deal when they worked it out, where like that they should be making some some kind of money for them to like continue working together. But I think a, a billion, billion is a lot, ridiculous. And it's crazy because yeah. Spider Man mm. is their most, I would say Marvel's most popular character. Any disagreements yeah. oh, here? Easy. Yeah. And no, the no, fact easily. that the fact that none of the movies have made a billion dollars is pretty pretty wild. And like, I don't know. It just doesn't. It just be such a shockingly bad business decision yeah, yeah. i agree yeah. like if it's not broke don't fix it yeah, like, yeah that would alone. definitely be a case of like people's egos getting in the way yeah, over yeah. I bob, I Iger, should, bob Iger should just cut the check and be like i'm done with this nonsense it'd be one of those deals where it's like wait i really signed that didn't i and disney I could do that disney could be that. like disney could be like all right you want to be a dick we're just gonna buy sony and we can get rid of everything else <laughs> sure. but spider-man by the way um how many how many movies is Tom Holland in to his contract? So uh I believe so it's it's Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity War, Endgame, Far, Far from, from Home. So this is his fifth. So, so he would have to sign a new thing, right? Like is he Yeah, I think what, he signed up he I think he signed up for 10? Really? Oh, 10? Okay, then he's See, okay, I thought the deal with uh, with Marvel was like a three standalones, so, though. Holland's contract covers three solo Spider-Man yeah. movies and three other MCU so projects. So only six? Oh, yeah. so his contract ends in one, so... For those keeping track as of two days ago, that means Holland has completed five, five of yeah. those six movies. Interesting. Oh, they're going to re-up him, especially since I think they essentially made him the face of the new Avengers. Yeah. In the, in the new Spider-Man yeah. movie. Spoiler. So, spoiler. <laughs> But um, we can get to that in a little bit. Uh, I want to start with some news that broke about a few hours ago. So we have a new 007, friends. Whoa. And what? we finally have our first African-American 007. Idris Elba? It is a woman. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Jenny. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> wow. and she I'm be- laughing because David's reaction. So first he's like... What'd you say? I tried. I wanted to set you guys on that. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, okay. it's Idris Elba like, finally. I was like, I hope happened? it's Idris Elba. Is she British? He's so yeah, hot. Yeah. Okay, and cool. then he's like, and it's a woman. And I was like, ah, sucks, <laughs> sucks for you, David. I think we oh. so the Jamie Bond now. <laughs> and so the character is not James Bond. It's just the new 007. James Bond will still be in. So it's it's actually coming right away. It's in the new movie. It's in the Bond 25. 
So it's going to be, pl- she's going to be pl- 007 will be played by Lashana Lynch, and you just saw her in Captain Marvel. She is. Oh, uh, oh wow. she's Maria Rambeau. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So, what do you. Dang. So it's funny because we've. <laughs> I mean, we're speechless. The crazy, <laughs> the crazy thing is. Pretty much is making. It's just using the bond, the 007 mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I version. like that aspect of it. Yeah. I. But man, we sat here for years and said Idris Elba, Idris Elba, Idris Elba, and wow, yeah. So he settled, he settled for being Black Superman, though. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is you can't true. Be both. You can't be double. You can't be both. And Black Superman. So what do you yeah. think, Jen? Let's start with Jen. I want wow. Jen's take on this. I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> you're still on the cruise right now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like ah, sucks for you, David. I, I, <laughs> um, well, because the way he said it, he was like, "Oh, the female," and I, I was like, "A woman, she's a black." Woman. <laughs> oh, I don't care about that. This ain't no Little Mermaid. Yeah, I don't care about that. Like, I wanted, I wow, like, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. So, like, we all wanted a yeah. black Bond here. I don't think anyone disagreed with that, right? No, I just no. really wanted wow. Idris Elba, man. Uh, but I mean, it could still be Idris Elba, technically. Oh, because there's no there's still James Bond. Yeah, fair. So I think after Daniel Craig, we could. Yeah, this really just says that she's the next 007 spy. It doesn't necessarily mean that she's the next Bond. No, no, no. 007's always been James Bond. Well, I thought that was I thought that was his number because that's his number. Yeah, and then 008 would be someone else. 009 would be someone else, right? So I mean, I'm very curious now what's going to happen in this movie. I mean, I'm already all in on the movie, so. Um, and then the fact, uh, also Bond news, Christoph Waltz is returning. If anyone saw, nice. yeah, Spectre, yeah, I saw that. No, he, I think it's it's a cool cast. I like the cat. I like her. I thought she was really good in Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess because I've never been like, I like will I say like you guys the aren't old, into the like the older James Bond movies. I never really watched like that. Like it was like a here or there, but like the recent, obviously with like Daniel Craig or like let's say Pierce Brosnan forward. That was like where I watched James Bond movies Whoa. and stuff. But no, that was that was that, that was our era. That though. was yeah, yeah, like that was like where I saw it so, going forward. Not really. not speaking to Jenny on this because Golden she never Eye, played Golden the game. Eye, Golden but Golden Eye, all the guys Golden here, Golden your favorite Pierce Brosnan is Goldeneye Golden because Eye. of the game, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, slappers Other only. Than the game, I've never watched one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, like I, it stinks that this is the first topic, but. I actually have no input. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Denise Richard looks fantastic in that Pierce Brosnan she's movie. She's the worst of the bunch. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty bad. Yeah, she's, she's pretty, bad. pretty she's awful. She's Lord, Lord, she's supposed to be like a bio. She is a. She is Doc. Chris. So her name is Doctor Christmas Jones. Yeah, so, I mean all the all the names. That's like the shtick of the franchise, from what I got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Names silly names. Pussy, pussy galore. Pussy galore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite is yeah. Money Penny. Though. I love Money Penny. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much. Wow. The sh- no, I mean, I, I was surprised. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. Well, they're the. I mean, I think if you're gonna do it, now is the time to do yeah, it. I agree. And I feel like. Yeah. I mean, they casted someone I like, so that's a a good thing too so and then um i think it'll just be as interesting as to see how the script goes you're fine yes that's exactly yeah see my mind see <laughs> yeah. i like, i agree with make a good movie and yeah. that's the thing like you're casting a woman that's 007 but you're not changing the origins it's going to continue to be the same kind of film that you've made for 
50 years at this point. Also, and this doesn't mean that this is, this means that like she's necessarily going to have like five more movies. That's, I think so. I mean, I don't she's know. Really she's 007. She's yeah, really but this it. is how, but it's going to be her reception on this, right? So if this movie doesn't do I mean, or people it, don't receive her well, they're not going mean, to continue no, it. So I would disagree because Doctor Who is a woman now and they like shit it on it at first and I think she's still Doctor Who, right? But James Bond's franchise entirely, yeah, they, they always they do this, don't they? Really at first. I think, I think, people, I think people like her. As Doctor Who, they were fine. What were you saying, Leo? Like with, with James Bond's franchise, they always do this. They rebooted their character or the main actor many times uh, yeah. usually for a multi-picture deal. Yeah, it's a multi-picture regardless. deal. Yeah. It's always at it's least... Always Dan- a British white man. Daniel Craig is... <laughs> I think Daniel Craig is, this, is either the second or the longest running Bond now after Sean after- Connery. After Connery. And I think I think Craig is Craig outside of by like a maybe like a little less than a mile is um, my favorite Bond outside of Connery. Okay. I think Craig's had the best run of movies except, except Quantum of Solace because that Solace. shit is ass. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you something: Would you got like take the if you were to cast the first female bomb would that have been who you went with or who would you guys gone with Zendaya you would have got Zendaya (laughs) well actually I'm gonna throw my phone at you Zendaya is everything I probably would have gone with Halle Berry She's Especially already. After, I know, I know. She can't be a bo- right. I know she's a Bond girl. Uh, she can't go Brits, Bond. Famous Wait. Brit actresses. You know what I'm going to do just for shits and gigs to piss off trolls? Brie Larson. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel. Captain and Marvel and Bond. Bond. I, I was actually going to say Girl, Gal Gadot. She fucked up our Marvel movie. Now she's fucking up Bond. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Ray? Actually, I was going to actually say Gal Gadot is who I was thinking. If I were to cast like the first oh, she, female, that would she'd you be do a good Lupita? She'd be a fantastic Ooh. Bond girl. Lupita Nyong'o. Gal Gadot would be a, a great Bond girl. I mean, I, I know I'm like selling her short by not saying that she could be like a 007, but she'd be like a great Bond I girl. I think she it's also like I, get, I get a Kate Beckinsale, uh, uh, Emily Blunt. Oh, Kate uh, Blanchett. Kind of Lupita for Bond. I think she's too small, like. Because like I want to stuck to the well, Brit thing. I she's think, great. Like, frame I mean, wise, frame wise, she's too. Like I adore Lupita, but I think. Oh yeah, Lupita Nyong'o would be an interesting choice. Wow. Would you be Ryan? Yeah. So wow, that's crazy. So I haven't seen <laughs> if there's any back backlash as of yet, there's but I'm sure there is. It's the in, it's <laughs> there's the internet. Always backlash. Wait for the memes. Yeah, same here. <laughs> so we, I guess we can move on to the other. I guess quote unquote controversial casting news was the other racist constant casting was uh <laughs> so race, it, racism went rampant while you guys were on vacation yeah. Yeah. oh and the <laughs> fact and we were we were on a oh, disney like on the, you were on that cruise oh people did <laughs> people i overheard chatter people did not like it. Were, there, were, there, were there like riots in the on the boat and like no fires being, they're like they didn't <laughs> mutiny breaks out <laughs> the irony the irony of it is like we had Ariel on the ship doing meet and greets. Oh my lord! <laughs> and it's yeah, like, but it wasn't that. Good. It wasn't Poor awkward. Girl. He's building up the. Dream. No, I'm just being. I'm just being an ass. No, um, I don't even think I honestly didn't I heard, hear anyone. I heard, you I heard, might yeah, have while you were walking around. Because Jen, while Jen was tanning, I was exploring a boat. I was tanning, and I happened to be like nice our priority. Nice nice so like, here's my thing. I give two shits my about the race thing. Apparently, I got to do more research on this, so this is just like speculative. I think Halle Bailey's her name is like yeah, yeah. friends with Beyonce or close or prodigy. So the pr- first thing I saw when I saw that article sing, come up, I was sing. like, Halle Berry is Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> old. A lot of people thought it was Halle Berry, and then Halle Berry responded to it in a really funny way. But like a lot of people read it that they're like, wait, why are they picking the old area? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't. So even, I was just like, Halle Berry is Little Mermaid. I'm like, she's too old. Like, what is? Going 
going on? So I, and I, then I read it and I was like, oh no, wait, who's this? So we have our, if we were going to go with a black little mermaid, black Ariel, Zendaya. Zendaya, man, she's right there. Yeah. She's perfect, Zendaya, man. Zendaya uh, would have been perfect because perfect. Like, she's like, pretty hot right now like, and she's in every, Dis- like she's popular everyone knows her and she's in the disney family but, but i think that's why they wouldn't yeah, go she's her because yeah, yeah. naomi scott wasn't it when she got picked for poke for uh but she was already the pink ranger she was but because that's a great movie that everybody remembers fondly i love the power rangers movie <laughs> uh, I, remember. Fuck, I still yeah, can't I believe it me <laughs> wait you like it too right chris yeah i'm in come back i'm in she's so pretty <laughs> but like for this like i think if you put zendaya in it you you give her too much to live up to with all the other controversies, this this uh, unfortunately over the last couple of weeks, this poor girl is going to have to live with yeah. all these stupid people. Like they almost can't get to her as much. Like you can, yeah. they like Zendaya is just like she's too. I think she's too big for, to to do what they're trying to do. That's a good. That's I a mean, good point. Like, she can sing too. I mean, but she this can't girl sing. can't she sing. Can't I sing. actually she listened can. to a few of her videos, and she can sing. She has a really good voice. No lie, I until like this, I have never heard of her. Yeah, she's well, she, yeah. Like, she's yeah. in a like R and B like duo with her sister. I had never heard of them either, but and I guess she only has like one acting credit to her name. She's on like Grownish. So, I mean, we'll uh, see. But, we'll like, see what happens. Me, I mean, I'm. I don't know about you guys, but I'm already over these live action adaptations. I'm so done. <laughs> so done. I mean, what else can they do at this point? And after what I... <laughs> they said they're doing, they're doing Lilo and Stitch as well. They already talked about that. Like, I... I it's basically going to be E.T. I actually would be... Basically, is going to be If e. we're going to do these live-action <laughs> things, I would be more on board for them to do ones of not classic Disney animated well, movies. Well, Mulan's coming up soon. And we're, we're going to get into that, Mulan's too. Mulan's good. Yeah, Mulan's a good one. Like, Fox I don't like... I don't love the Aristocats, Ooh. but I'd be more for the Aristocats than I would... Ain't nobody trying to see a live-action Aristocats. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> so wants to be a cat, damn it. <laughs> All right, how about this? How about, the re- how about the Rescuers? The what? The Rescuers? So you're saying you want, like, a, a great mouse detective. You want that. What about what about the Rescuers, guys? Definitely. I'd rather, I'd rather Rescuers awesome. down under, but yeah. But I don't think like they need to do these major releases. Like I don't think anything else after probably the Lion King, or maybe the Little Mermaid. After the Little Mermaid warrants such a huge release. Like if they get into the streaming service, sure, that's those shits out all day. That's what I was but, gonna like, say. Any, like I don't need this because like I think a lot of people, I'll, I'll, uh, sh- so many people are gonna go see the Lion King, mm-hmm. but like. After all those reviews already, where it's just like, yeah, this is just a shot for shot remake. Like, I'm all set. I don't need to go see a shot for shot remake with like animal pictures. And that's my that's my biggest. So I earlier this week I posted the first reactions to the movie. Yeah. And it seems like Disney was smart in terms of what was released because there was a lot of positive stuff. But when I started reading the reviews, and there's someone that I know and that saw the movie and. He made a very good point, and I wanted to lay it out here, too, because I agree with him. If you're going to shit on the shot-by-shot remake of Psycho, this better get the same backlash. Because from what he said, from what he saw, it is literally not just shot-by-angle-by-angle, camera-angle-by-camera. It is the exact movie. At least with Aladdin... At least with Aladdin, you had changes to... The plot got changed. The plot got changed a bit. The new stuff. Yeah. It's 30, yeah, it's three minutes longer though. But like, what would you change in it? Yeah, that's like, that what one, exactly could that's you that do? One Beyonce song that's going to be in there. <laughs> is that the whole? Is that the whole thirty minutes? <laughs> I, I, probably that. In the credits. I bet there's a great music montage at the end of the movie where everyone's singing. 
and then like yeah, that's my thing. That's my thing too. It's like I understand like people are like, oh, shot for shot, but it's like if it's not baroque, then like don't try to fix it. Just like be like, just let I it mean, be what it is. Like I wouldn't want you to change well, it too much. So to be honest, I think this is actually more like in G's world too when it comes to like the box office. Yeah, this is all just gonna base on gonna how much ma- money it makes. That's gonna make money no matter what. So like, this is regardless of whether or not we're fans of the yeah, shot for shot yeah. remake or not, it's gonna make money. Aladdin is yeah. Proof. Yeah, Lion King is very critic proof. Like they did change one thing, guys, that I read in a review. So, can you feel the love tonight? Is during the day. Not romantic lion love. That's not romantic. Nobody gets laid on day dates. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't take your first date out on a day date. And... Not like that. Hashtag. I think that's our sound Nobody clip. Nobody gets, gets laid, laid on a date. That is a good sound clip. <laughs> that's our sound I heard sound Timon clip. and Pumbaa are very funny, too. I heard Seth Rogen and Billy Agner are really good. Yeah. Like, I mean, Timon and Pumbaa are my favorite characters in the movie. So, so like, Apparently, they um they actually like rehearse together a lot, so they could actually build chemistry, and they nice. said that it kind of shows. So, I mean, like we said, it's critic-proof. We're going to see it this week, so I'm sure all of us are going to see it this week. I think so. you're going to end up liking it. I think, I think, I think it's going to be one of those things where I'm like, okay, there's another example of like critics like being way too harsh on something. Yeah. I mean, like, Aladdin harsh. surprised me how much I liked it. And I saw it again on the boat, and I to, – to go piggyback on, on Chris, Naomi Scott is – so great, yeah. Oh, so she's, great. She's gorgeous. And her. Yeah, the sing- only thing I didn't like about it was that piss poor Javar. I mean, oh, that's it. That yeah. is, he's right. That, that it was. He was so bad that it Aladdin made the movie bad that a little himself. meh. A lot, and he was good. I thought. I thought and they, he had swag. Yeah, yeah he had exactly. tons of swag. I like, and Will Smith. And Will Smith was awesome. And it goes yes. into stuff that the they added. Very nice teeth. He had very nice. Yeah, teeth. Yeah, he did. And it goes into stuff that they added in the movie. I don't know what Jenna agrees. That scene where Jafar, I mean not Jafar, that Aladdin is trying to court Jasmine, and they do that dance sequence. I thought that was really dope. And oh, that whole like Bollywood dance thing. Yeah, was it was it reminiscent of La La Land, David? Did it reminisce? Uh... No, <laughs> it actually wasn't. It was, it was not. Oh, I also thought uh, their version of Prince Ali was better than the. I agree. One. I agree as well. And then uh, "Speechless" is my front runner to win the Oscar. That Ooh. song. Oh, give Beyonce the yeah. Oscar. <laughs> that song is terrible. No, speechless. Speechless is good. <laughs> speechless is fucking great. All right, so that goes. There goes that. Moving on. Um, great news for. Me, the Joker, will be rated R. Nice. And on top of that, and I think Leo uh, Leo mentioned that he spoke to it off the line, but I'll ask Chris first what he thinks. Um, So the fact that the movie will not follow any story from the comic. What do you comics? What do you think about that, Chris? I I think that's indicative of what the Joker's supposed to be. Agree. Because if they're gonna if they're gonna go back to like he doesn't have a true origin, then this is just that. Joker stories are just Joker stories. Yep. I've always Unless, unless it ties to Batman. I've always said like Batman's is Batman's the the sole lineage throughout the Joker's story, and mm-hmm. that's the only thing that should never change. Agreed. I think. No, I agree with you hundred percent. I've always said in my reviews of older movies and on here, the Joker is multiple choice. You pick whatever you want, whatever story you want of his. So I think if there is a character that you cannot have an origin for, he's perfect. And as I mentioned off the line, the Dark Knight, the Joker is nothing like the comic books. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing, and yeah. 
it's one of the greatest performances of all time. So well, yeah, uh, yeah, it's exactly what you mentioned. So Ryan and I spoke this offline okay. uh, about the origin, and when that, then when the news dropped, yeah. on spin cycle. And, uh, we'll yeah, check it out. Uh, <laughs> so as we were talking, <laughs> as we were talking on spin cycle, um, uh, yeah, it, it, little by little, I was upset. I was like, you know, why are you going to take a character from a comics and uh, distort their origin? Just make up your own character if you're not going to use their origin. But then, uh, the more we spoke about it, the more I realized every single incarnation of Joker has had a different origin. Yeah. So it's like it's this or lack is, of as, as Chris exactly or as Chris and you mentioned like this is the only character you should get away with this you should explore what can drive a man that low and that insane to create that kind of monster. Now I'm still hoping that they do the um, even though they said they're not going to take anything from the comics I still hope they do that that uh, panel from the Dark Knight Returns where the Joker goes on that talk show and just kills everybody. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And now they, I oh, sorry go ahead go I ahead. I think. Ryan. Um, like the fact that they're not taking anything that means one thing, but they could also still pay homage to things without taking anything. Like they could have a scene similar to that. They could do something similar to that panel. They could do stuff similar without taking it from the, putting their own spin on different things. Fair. So I'm hoping for a little bit of homages to stuff, but if not, no big deal. But I can't wait to see a nice original yeah. take on an original character. And guys, I think they are not going to be a San Diego because I don't know if you guys or G, if you saw this, they are pushing the festivals. They are going to be hitting the festivals during the award yeah, season. The the so I think they have, they have a feeling about the movie. Maybe not the movie, but at least Joaquin. So I'm very. I think from what I read, they are going to hit Venice in September. So about a month yeah, out. I feel. I feel like Joaquin Phoenix wouldn't have done the movie if it wasn't legit. Like, yeah, Joaquin doesn't he do. He doesn't like someone that would do something like a movie Scorsese. like that. And the, the fact that he is doing it. Jen? I, it makes me feel more confident in the quality of it. Any thoughts? No, I agree. I, Joaquin wouldn't just do. He's not at the. There's certain actors that pick projects now at this point in their career that like they they carefully choose these projects. Yeah. They're not just gonna pick a project that's like gonna be like a loser. Like Leo. Leo doesn't pick projects anymore. He used to have to do stuff like the Man in the Iron Mask and the Beach, but he doesn't yeah. have to do cinematic that Cinematic no classics, cinematic classics. I He's guess. built don't, don't. up that, that career, um, yeah. so You're like right. he doesn't agree. have to. So like Joaquin is someone that is the same way. Like he doesn't care about making a movie every year and bringing it out like The Rock. Like he. Hey 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 hey. Nice Jenny. Nice Jenny. It's not a diss nice. on The Rock. I love The Rock. In, in like subtle shade. Yeah. About but, but I'm saying. <laughs> like the rock is spitting out all these movies yeah. it does it's not She's about right. quality per se for him it's just more about in- yes. like pure entertainment the joker i'm not watching the joker per se to be like sit there not think just be entertained just laugh or whatever i'm watching the joker f- to be like more of a thought piece let's say or i know that i'm gonna if i'm going to go see a certain actor i'm there for someone that's going to make me think like i would never watch a philip seymour hoffman movie and be like oh this is going to be like a very relaxing unless time. Like, I feel unless like it's, it's a long came poly well along came poly is very good but no whatever. it is no it's, it's not fun. <laughs> it's fun g likes it i'm sure yeah <laughs> even even G it's didn't sound convinced. G fine. didn't. It's a G, great basketball scene. Yeah, G, that's a great scene. Everyone's been in one of those games. <laughs> so you know, so that's why, like, I feel like I I feel like the Joker will be good. But right, like, let's say like a Suicide Squad. I wasn't going there thinking like, yeah, Jared Leto is going to be so meta in this performance of Joker. He tried to be. He tried people. to be getting everyone rats. Like, that, you know, that so, I just knew that this was just going to be like a. Uh, 
unentertaining for it is yeah. what it is. Like, oh hey, so, here's this twist on like these villains. And Chris, what's good for four and a half minutes? Yeah, I was about to say, Chris, tell us how you really feel. Four and a half minutes. That movie's good. The opening credits. They were right at, right after everyone gets out of jail. It's a free fall. Yeah, I <laughs> was very. Wolverine Origins. The first ten minutes oh. of that movie, or maybe it's like twenty minutes. Right, and then it all gets really bad very fast. And then Deadpool <laughs> doesn't talk, and all that. Good. Like I, I was blinded when I first saw Suicide Squad, and I fully admit that I was like, "Oh, this is really good." And then the Weird. second time I watch it, and every time since, it's progressively just gotten worse and worse. Oh, wow. I thought I thought the first like twenty minutes or so were good. Yeah, I like 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 Chris said when you're introducing every like my favorite scene in the movie. Is not even in the movie. It's in the extended cut where um, the the Joker heart Joker's kind of testing Harley, and it's a scene. I'll show it to you after. It's a very strong scene. It's such a strong scene. It kind of shows. Well, that would make the movie good. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Bold bold strategy, Cotton. Bold strategy. I hope it pays off. Too much enjoying. So pretty much the scene. Is Joker testing Harley? Is it as, in, like in the asylum or is no? It in it's the... actually in a scene with a truck driver. Got it. And then um, they go back and forth, and I believe a scene end with Harley shooting a truck driver, and that pretty much like confirms. And then they f- go into a scene where Harley throws herself into that bat, that whatever those chemicals are. Yeah. And then he jumps. He was gonna let her die, and then the Joker just I've like that, yeah. the Joker's like nah. And then that's when he shows her love for her. I mean, his love for her, and then just jumps into it. And I've always been like, Jen hates it. I don't like this. I don't love the fact that he loves her too, because that's not their, that's not, that's the not true, their relationship. The dynamic, yeah. But Jen's like, no, it's you know he should love her or whatever. But that's not. Oh, you he know. should love I mean, her. Jen's right. He should, but, but he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, that's not their relationship. So. And this is who he wants to name his daughter after. Harley Quinn is great. So everyone loves her now. No, you're not now, saying nothing this, there. Go ahead, go this, ahead, right? If Joker movie takes off, do you see this starting a new trend in comic book movies? No, more serious take. No, with uh, no. Okay. It goes well, back maybe for DC, <laughs> no. for Warner Brothers DC. They, I think they're going to stay the path maybe and do these standalones. Yeah, the path is what they've been doing now. Like, I, mm-hmm. and Chris, Chris has been out of all of us, and we, G and I, and even Leo has been very anti DC with what they've done outside of maybe Wonder Woman. But I, G doesn't love Aquaman. I really like Aquaman. And I love Shazam. Like we spoke about it, like on our last episode. Like I think they're on the, they're finally on the right path. And I think just make fun movies. Yeah, you don't need to be Marvel. You don't need to be Marvel. No, you can't be. It's too late. You already lost. Yeah, their their book, their their first book is over. Like they beat you. Yeah, easily. Focus, focus, focus on what's happening. Like the I just watched. I watched. uh, It was like a Facebook video where some very crazy dc fan was just comparing um dc movies the first seven to marvel's just their first seven and he was just like ha 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 dc made more money they're better and we're just like bro marvel made like 14 other movies it's like nobody else wanted to see the garbage that you were putting out and it's like it's true do your own thing yeah i agree do your own thing and i do think it's genius that they're doing the festival scene because i mean the people at san diego comic-con are going to go see joker movie no matter mm-hmm. what so it's just a really yeah. smart marketing go get a different audience and show like hey this isn't you know yeah. your dad's comic book and i think too if they're going to make an oscar push 
for Joaquin, they need to hit the festivals because we're going to see it. Mm-hmm. We don't need to yeah. go to Comic-Con Arthur for anything. Arthur going to be there anyway. Yeah, we're yeah. going to... It, like, adds some prestige to it. Yep. That it probably wouldn't normally have. Agreed. So, this is funny. Like, I think the Joker movie reminds me of... So, for me, my favorite Marvel movie is Winter Soldier. Okay. Because it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. Yeah, this does It feels like a political thriller that happens to have characters from comic books. Mm-hmm. I feel like Joker's going to be the same thing. It's not going to be a comic book movie. No. It's going to be a movie this about, This reminds like, me of a character study. Yeah. It's like Taxi Driver. It yes. reminds me of a... It, it's... Someone that has PTSD. And I've always said Heath Ledger's Joker is someone that suffers from PTSD. And he just goes off on what he does. So we'll see. Yeah. We're two months away. Also, so Go ahead. I also don't think it's lost because, like, isn't Marvel coming back to San Diego this year? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I was them, I'd stay away, too. <laughs> I mean, like, that's – they pushed Justice League because was it – was it Winter Soldier that was coming out at the same time, or was it Civil War? Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. Civil so War. they uh, they they're not stupid. Like they know like whatever is going to come out of Marvel is going to at least eclipse anything that they're going to try to do. So I, I think I, it's, agree. I think like that's it makes a lot of sense. Especially with Feige, think I'm what I think we can all agree on is I think Feige is going to release what Phase Four is. Yeah, Eternals definitely. Eternals. The, so my prediction the is going nuts about Eternals. Eternal, Millie Bobby Brown is apparently joining the that? cast of the Eternals, so that's pretty that's cool. Insane. So I think, but the ne- next year we're getting Eternals, Black Widow. Those are the two we're getting next year. I think. Yeah, because I think you said that they're they well Widow's filming. Year, right? Yeah, well, and Widow's almost done filming from what I've read. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. Next bit of news I have here is uh, for us horror fans, Samuel L. Jackson is joining the cast of Chris Rock Saw. <laughs> Wow, your voice, your voice, <laughs> down and down as you read that. Yeah. Like the, the, the sadness just came from him. <laughs> we don't need another saw, man. We always need another saw. No, we just did the There's so many saws. There's always so a need saws. for saw. <sighs> no, yeah, but we got a saw now. <laughs> so it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, Chris Rock is a real big fan of it, and I did like his direct. I don't know if he's directing. Is he directing G, or is he just producing? No, it's the guy who's directed the last few, Darren uh, Lynn Bozeman. He's directed a lot of them. Eesh. Oh yeah, we, I think we all but agree. It, Although it, I love it, it, Saw, it's like, I guess he came up with the pitch, so it is Chris Rock's like idea. So, because I lo- I don't know if you guys seen Top Five. He directed. Yeah, I love Top Five. I like I like it a lot. It's really good. So I have faith in Rock if. He was like behind the camera, but I, I don't know. I, I, we don't need another Chris song. Rock, Samuel really Jackson, you, you don't have faith in that duo? Oh, we don't need another song. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I just found yeah. out, by the way, that um, the doctor from the original Saw is the guy from The Princess Bride. And you I didn't was fucking know mind that? Blown. You didn't know Cario. I do not what? know that. It was really fat. I was like, I didn't know that was him. Wow. Dr. He, Gordon, uh, bro. Uh, and his performance. This was proof that Samuel L. Jackson wants to be in everything. I don't, I don't think we need proof of that. I think everyone knew that already. Yeah. <laughs> That's everything. Seriously. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, David Fincher is finally making a return. He is directing a film about the making of Citizen Kane. Very unlike Fincher, but it'll probably be great because Fincher be doesn't make bad movies. It'll be amazing. So, and then the tra- gonna, is he going to throw a serial killer in it just for good measure? <laughs> <laughs> and then the trailers from this week. Ugh, some trash. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome right. home, David. Yeah, welcome home. welcome home. I had a lot of shit to watch. <laughs> so let's start with the worst one of the bunch. And I don't care what G and Jen has to say. This looks fucking terrible. Charlie's Angels looks. You're nuts. That is awful. It looks fantastic. That looks so looks, bad. It looks, it looks, it looks so entertaining. It's fun. I don't even like Christmas. Oh. Me neither. Uh, it looks fun. 
It looks interesting. Naomi Scott, come on. I, I get three movies a I get three free movies a week and I'm not going to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I actually think it looks more fun than the the Cameron Drew yeah. Lucy Liu movie. Like I feel like yeah, it looks are, more like it's gonna have more tech nuts. and like more, it's just gonna be more, um, more rapport There's more action. Them. Like I feel like more real action and in more this Naomi Scott. And more Naomi Scott. <laughs> and also directed by Elizabeth Banks. Oh, I have no choice but to see it. Yeah, sorry. You're going to have to go. If not, I'll just go with the girls. I'll let you know how bad it is, Chris. Wait, so are we like divided straight up like three yes? Actually, Ryan, you didn't Ryan, tell us what, what, you, you, think. what you think. I There's no need for this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're split down the middle like, on this. Again, it goes, down, it goes back to what we've said constantly on here. Make your own fucking IP. Charlie's Angels has been done a thousand times and no one cares anymore. <laughs> Do your own thing. Fuck. Yeah, there's this no is... reason for this fucking thing. It's really been done a thousand times. I mean, they had the show and then they had the two movies and they had that other show that lasted for two episodes. And now we have more <laughs> movies. Oh my it God. feels like yeah. a thousand times. <laughs> that, that ABC show was not so good. Not so bueno. But the original is good. The original is good. It's cheesy when you watch when you rewatch it now. Like certain things that they do is a little cheese. But I feel like all the shows of that decade of the seventies, like even mm. like what the Six Million Dollar Man and like just all that Wonder Woman is freaking cheesy when you watch yes. the show. Gal Gadot it's sure like, isn't. There's nothing there mm. that you're like what. What is happening here? Like, Speaking of, I'm, I'm, it's funny you mentioned the six million dollar man because that's another movie that's coming out in the next few years. There the six go. billion dollar man with Jeez uh, Boy, well, Mark like... Mark Wahlberg. Jeez <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I think I'm a transformer. <laughs> I can't wait for him to say my homie Mark Wahlberg. The paycheck movies. That's Chris. That's Chris. That's your boy, <laughs> He's right? The opposite no, of what we mentioned no. for. So uh, as for the only Phoenix. person I think from Boston here. Fuck Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be our soundbite? Sucks. <laughs> sucks. Everything that comes out of his mouth, like, drips. Asshole. <laughs> Yo, for a Boston person to yeah. say that about another Boston person is like, I can't take that. That's insane. No, he's not even from here. Yo, you left the Super Bowl at halftime, bro. Don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate his career progression. So what? I enjoyed like Ted. Marky, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, like underwear model to like actor producer. He's like oh, pretty got, well. He's he's well regarded in Hollywood. Like a lot of people like him. Yeah. Well, you I mean, also he, forgot Raging Racist before Marky Mark. Oh, was he forgot, Raging Racist? Uh, he went to prison for beating up an Asian guy for uh, being Asian. Wait, I shouldn't laugh at that. It was just the way you said it. Yeah. <laughs> he's wow. Not yeah. Wow. You didn't know that? No, I did not know yeah. that. I didn't know that either. Chris is the he's one that told me about this. Yeah. Well, I knew he. I knew he had gone to prison. I didn't know what for. Yeah, look into it, because that guy the beat, that he beat up is blind still to this day. Damn. Well, th- well, I mean, people change, right? Oh no, yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, the, Man, oh, no, the, the racist undertones of today's episode. Yeah, right. Are ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, but, like, also, like, for that Marathon Bomber movie, like, none of that money went to anybody but them. Well, yeah, look at what he did with uh, <laughs> the movie with all the money in the world. I think yeah. that's the oh, one. Oh, yeah, that, when he got paid way when more he got than paid more than Michelle Oh, Richards. yeah, 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 I remember this. Yeah, yeah so that's. And, like, you, know what was annoying about, you know what was annoying about that is that everyone was like, well, of course he got paid more. He's more popular than her. And I was like, she's been nominated for, like, three Oscars. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that she is, like, a bigger name box office wise, but don't like try to make it seem like she's like nothing compared to him. Because one might say that she might be a little bit better than him as far as like no, accolades are. Yeah, she's a much but better like actress. Than he she's is. a better actress, absolutely. Yeah. 
<laughs> there's the 9-11 stuff where he was just like, if I was on the plane... Yeah. <laughs> Can we make this what episode of Mark Wahlberg? I think <laughs> maybe <laughs> that should be our 100th episode Mark dedicated to Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg and Chris's feelings. Yeah. What an asshole. Like, who <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, I think that's uh, just my... And his burgers suck. Wahlberger <laughs> is garbage. I know. I made you so go how, there. How we feel about his brother, Donnie? How we feel about <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, as far as I know, wasn't a racist. And also in a Saw movie. I do and like Donnie. Fine. And also oh, NKOTB. And Blue Bloods. What the fuck is Blue Bloods? It's a police show. It's a show. It's, uh, my mom watches it. It's on CBS. It's, it's good. Oh, Jesus. No! <laughs> it is. I watch it. Not the old one. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> moving on to the next trailer, the Mulan trailer. Yeah. I've never seen the movie. Original, right? The original animated, but the, the trailer looks good. I, yeah. It looks pretty decent. There will, there will be no songs in the movie. And a character that G mentioned off the line that I had no idea, Mushi Mushi or whatever. Mushu. 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to count that as part of the racist are things you, we've been saying. So, are yeah. you calling like a cat? You made, it, you made it even more racist. How? Like his, <laughs> Wait, well, it, like, Hispanics true. say, like, Hispanics, when they call a cat, they're usually like, Mishu, Mishu. Yeah, Mishu, 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 Mishu. Right. I don't know why they do that, actually. I have no Wait, idea where that origin came from. Wait, is the character. But the character is Mushu. But is the character. Mushu. I've never seen the anime. Is the character considered racist? No, you know, it's a no, I mean, he's no. Like Eddie Murphy. It's the, oh. it's the last role Eddie Murphy did before he went crazy. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Shrek, right? I mean, he, 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 that's he, true. Shrek, like two. I, oh, move on for that. Yeah, so you're right, Shrek. But like, it was definitely before Norbert. So M- M- Mulan, <laughs> Mulan broke him. Mulan yeah, I, broke I him. Or Pluto Nash. Oh God, Pluto Nash. Pluto Trash. Oh, but yeah, the movie looks good. So um, Mushu. No, there, there, are, there are people that are upset that there is no Mushu or no songs. But after watching the trailer, putting songs in that would be really awkward. It would not fit. But it's but just it a looks, teaser, like, so I feel like the music could come in later. No, they, if Disney they did. have said there's no music. There's no music. Yeah, yeah. Damn, because I, I mean, keep... at least do the instrumental of "I'll Make a Man Out of You." It's like one of the best Disney songs ever. Every so. time, like it, I see it. I'm always like, let's get down to business. Yeah, it's like it's so good. <laughs> Uh, it's so, so good. This is one that I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's do the live action. Yes. It's how I felt about the Jungle Book when the Jungle Book came out. And I love the Jungle Book. I think Jungle Book is great. So this is one that I'm like, let's go. Let's well, do it. Well, it seems like and they're going to do it It's really good. Enough from the original. And it seems to be... Because yeah. like, her hair is not even cut. Like, full down And this long. might... This is following the trend of uh, Crazy Rich Asians, right? I think this is a complete... Uh, Asian cast, yeah, right? Like, oh, it's yeah, only yeah. Asian cast, yeah. Which is good. Well, it should be. Well, you know how Hollywood is. But yeah. Scarlet, like, Scarlett, Scarlett, like Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> 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 Jennifer Lawrence is Mulan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next trailer, the next trailer is the Jumanji trailer. I'm all fucking in, man. Yeah, yeah, um, it looks really. It good. looks really fun. And you know what? You, you you talk a lot about Kevin Hart, but all his stuff in the trailer is really funny. I thought he was really funny. Well, I actually, I did say I did like him in. The other, one. the other one. I think when he works with The Rock is when he's the most controlled. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he's subdued. He, he, he's the Rock like, down. So <laughs> he's so subdued like, in the stuff with The Rock. <laughs> um, it looks hilarious. I think, I think I'm more excited for just following both of them on their social media because, like, when they just go on the press junket for these movies, yeah, that's hilarious. So much. It's so much better than any of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you like you like Jumanji, right, Chris? Or you? Oh were... yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. I actually. I mean. 
I rewatched Hot Take, whatever. I think G, I told G off the line this. I rewatched uh, Jumanji and Jumanji back to back, the original. The new one's better. Yeah, I mean that uh, in the, originally when everyone was like, "Oh, why are they doing this?" Like, blah blah. The original was such a classic. That was just that's hard nostalgia talking. <laughs> it's 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 flawed. It's really flawed. Yeah, I agree. It's Robin fun. Williams is the only good thing about that movie, I think. Yeah. And the game looks cool, like the the yeah. wooden box. That's about it. Um, and then the final trailer is Knives Out. I don't know if you guys saw that, liked the new it. Ryan I Johnson really movie. It it's, looks like it's like a Who Done It. Yeah, like it's a clue, but better. It looks, it looks amazing. It does. Whoa, 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 Yo, whoa, whoa. Ana, Ana de Armas is beautiful. Yes, Chris. So yes, Clue is an awesome movie. Yeah, no, it's really good. I'm just, Thank I'm you. just trolling Jed. I'm just trolling Jed. I, I, I liked Clue. She... I know he's hating. He's hating on Clue. I'm not. I'm just trolling. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I liked Clue when I, I saw it a few months ago. Jen bought it and it, it was pretty, pretty entertaining. But this looks really, really good, and it's stacked like yeah, cast wise. Cast is ridiculous. It's so I still, I had it in my Oscar predictions at the beginning of the year. It is not moving. So mm-hmm. it looks really, really good, and it's cool. it's going to be cool to see Chris Evans in something different because I feel like I haven't seen him in anything a lot of other things <laughs> other than Captain America. And then last bit of news is uh, Paul Rudd is joining the cast of Ghostbusters, yes. and production began right yesterday. On. So I, you guys know I love Ghostbusters. I'm like, <laughs> can't, 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 can't love, wait. And we love Paul Rudd. We love Paul. Rudd. Jen was so happy when when you saw the casting. I know. Ageless Wonder. So cute. Yeah, that yeah, guy. He is, a, he is an ageless wonder. Yeah, for sure. And I thought it was clever when the, how he dropped the news too, like how, no, in front like, of the house video in front of the, the, the I'm mad we weren't in the city at that time. Did Jen <laughs> used to work by the firehouse? I did. Yeah, yeah she, she was thinking twice. She's like, "Wait, did I?" I did downtown. All right, so moving on to what we watched this week. I saw a lot of movies on the boat. A lot of yeah, Disney geez, movies. and we were what's on your, a not- count of two right now. Oh, 202. So nice. You marked them all. Yeah. So. There was a lot of we had a nine hour plane ride, so we had a lot of movies to watch. Uh, I finally saw the Hate You Give, and it is really really good. Yeah, it's amazing. That was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it is. She was like, "That's an aggressive plane movie." I know it is. <laughs> Boy, on the plane. <laughs> but I saw it, and I was like, "I need to see it" because G keeps saying how great it is, and I'm like, "Ah, I really." But G, I do see why it wasn't nominated for an Oscar. I definitely see it. It's. A great movie, but I it really it wasn't in that Oscar ballpark in terms of quality for me. But it was great. I thought it was really, really good. Like did you think it was too teen esque? Like, a little bit. Adult? You don't think so, G? Like it got a little t- too much teen no, were, teen dynamics. Teen, yeah, there was. There was and then like and you know, like my one of my friends brings up uh, I won't I won't give it away, but like he didn't like how everything kinda wrapped up. Like it he felt it was too like too on the nose. Yeah. A little bit. Clean. Um because I the think performances the, and stuff are great. I thought like Regina, like oh, I always forget the guy who plays the dad, uh, what his real name is. He uh, was good. He was really good. And and um, Captain America is really good too. Um, oh yeah, Anthony Mackie. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. <laughs> See, my only issue with it is um, <laughs> I love G. Spoiler alert: uh, he, she throws a tear gas and d- at the cops, and she doesn't get arrested. I oh, call yeah. bullshit. <laughs> so, but outside of that, it was. It was really, really good. Um, I also saw "Can You Ever Forgive Me." That's another Oscar movie from last year, and that's really good. Jen, Jen's gonna eat it up. Yeah, I just have to watch it. I didn't watch it. I watched uh, timeless hits like "Clueless" and nice. "What Women Want" on the plane, like the original with Mel Gibson. On the way, on the way back from your honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. 
not what you want. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's it, right? I don't know. I forgot what else I watched. I don't know. Um, I also watched Stan and Ollie. It's about Lauren Hardy. It's um, more depressing than it should have been. What else did I see? A lot of Disney. Oh, Ryan. I saw fucking Shaft. Fucking Shaft. Eh. That movie fucking sucks. <laughs> movie fucking sucks, Ryan. That movie's I, fucking no, terrible. It was, re- it was on Netflix in Barcelona. So yeah, like, so I don't know why it was on Spanish there. I Spanish Netflix already had it. Early. So I was like, all right, let me see what Ryan loved. I'm like, let's see what let's see what this is. Movie's well, he said it was fun. I don't uh, say there's you. nothing fun about that movie. That movie fucking sucks. <laughs> that movie, it's in my bottom yeah, of the year. Fun? Uh, he was fine. Motherfucking fine. Can I spoil something? Do you guys care if I spoil something? Do you guys care if I spoil no. something? All right, cool. No. So, spoil Shaft? Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Wait, you know. Is there something you can spoil yes. in Shaft? Yeah, yeah. So, you know how in the trailer, they tease, like, the three of them? The original Shaft, Samuel O, and then the son? Yeah. You don't see the original Shaft till like, five minutes left in the movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, so they spoiled that for the trailer? Yeah. And then they tease. They have the nerve to tease a sequel. Wow. <laughs> Brian's gonna go Come in 2022. <laughs> oh, so bad. So I also saw Sleeping Beauty. I saw Pirates of the Caribbean. I saw Tangled for the first time. Um, you I, like I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I saw Honey, I Shrunk the, sh- the Kids for the first time in like 10 years. No, no, no. Um, I love that movie so much. I saw. Yeah, because the boat had all the all, all the, the movies, movies on demand. Unfortunately, I saw Underdog. Unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even know what that is. What is that? You don't You're know. Never what... gonna get any of that time back. Yeah, like, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You know, gee, you never heard of Underdog the cartoon? Uh, underdog. It's so oh, funny. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All I know about Underdog <laughs> is, it, really is like the movie. I don't know. I don't think I ever yeah, saw the movie did. or the cartoon. Oh, the cartoon's great. The cartoon's I love the cartoon. great. Oh, the cartoon's amazing. Yeah. I know it's the love answer it. to a trivia question about Friends, but I have no idea what the show is. Actually oh yeah, about. I think the cartoon's very old. It's from the '60s, but it's really, really good. It's like. Superman, but he's a dog. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I also saw the Front Runner, the movie about uh, with Hugh Jackman about the presidential nominee from the 1980s. They Ooh. got pretty much had an affair. Had an affair. Too. He was the first president you got, it on the cruise on the boat. No, wow. I mean on the on the, uh, on, the plane. on the plane. Wow. Um, okay. okay, I was like, that's a. Disney he's movie? the first president to kind of get um <laughs> to get outed for like having affairs and stuff like that, and they actually bring up Kennedy. Of uh, how his affairs were kept under wraps because he had deals with people and stuff like that. Uh, and then I saw Conjuring 1 and 2 before I left. And Spider-Man. And we'll get into Nice. Oh, and then we just saw Swing Time. A movie no one but me and Jenny probably knows of. With Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers from 1936. Uh, great stuff. Great well, stuff. I've seen it. I've seen it a million yeah. times. But I introduced David to yeah. it. So, yeah. That, and Spider-Man, which we'll get, 100% on we'll get tomatoes. into. And then, all right. So, what, what about you, Leo? Anything outside uh, of Spider-Man? As far as, so definitely Far From Home. Uh, I rewatched Lion King, the animated one, just in preparation for the live action. Uh, rewatched Wally, just because I was in the mood to watch Wally. <laughs> uh, to be honest, a lot of uh, Stranger Things binging. Uh, so that's really where a lot of it oh, went. Yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, uh, not too many other movies. Uh, yeah. What about What about you, G? Anything? Uh, well, uh, I mean, I watched Spider-Man, which we're going to talk about later. I saw Mid-Samar, which was, I, I, the reason the review, I haven't done the review yet, because I have to really think on it, but I did like it a lot. Um, it is very long, though. They could have cut, like, 20, 30 minutes. 
But I can see, like, I took uh, four people to go see that with me, and they all didn't like it. I was the only one that liked it. But it was the same thing that happened with Hereditary. Is it another mother situation? I don't think so. I mean, like, it it kind of, it's a, it's, a really, it's a slow burn for sure. But, like, once it gets, like, that shit crazy, it gets really, really crazy. Like, there's some stuff that's kind of, like, still burned in my brain that, it, that happened in that movie. Ooh. And I think uh, the director wanted to like release another version right that's extended 30, 30 minutes, minutes longer g 30 minutes longer. 30 minutes, apparently and you know you know it originally got the nc-17 rating they had to like cut i mean i mean it's pretty like some of the stuff in it is pretty it, it gets pretty gory um but i don't know i liked i like the way he shoots his movie like he's a really good like director it just kind of sucks that like i mean i guess we'll talk about this later like that like what people want from horror movies, like what moviegoers want, and what like, critics seem to like, because critics did like this movie and they liked Hereditary, but just talking to like regular people who saw it, like they were, they just didn't get why, you know, someone like myself enjoyed it or why anyone would enjoy it. Yeah, I, I still want to see it, but I, I will, I will probably see it on my own because I don't need Jen looking at me like, oh, this is worse than Mother or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> And then I saw The Prodigy randomly. It actually wasn't that bad. It was that, that horror movie with the little kid. Uh, uh, the girl from like Orange is the New Black uh, is in it. Um, it was all right. And then, I watched a, and then I watched a documentary on HBO called I Love You, Now Die. And it's about uh, th- uh, this girl. Uh, her boyfriend was like basically like depressed and suicidal. And he like uh, tries. To, he wants to commit suicide. That's and, the like, text message girl? Tried her, yeah, the text message girl. They actually tried her for yeah. Manslaughter she should die. Text, like she push, she pushes him to like commit suicide. Basically, like he at one point he wants to not to do it, and she pushes him to do it, um, all wow. because she wanted it to be like the grieving girlfriend in real life and have people feel sorry for her. Wow. Uh, and now she wants to take it, was, it to the Supreme Court to get fucking sympathy. Yeah, like they're like basically Burn, bitch. Like, it was. But you know what? You know we talked about uh, documentaries before, like when we talked about leaving Neverland and how like. Uh, it seemed very one-sided. What I liked about this documentary is even though it does a lot to demonize her, it also like kind of does a lot to kind of show that he, what he had tried to commit suicide before. So it wasn't like, you know, she did push him, but he already had these things going on with him uh, before he even met her. But see, like, Um, that's the thing though, that like, that is something that like she pushed him knowing very full well Right. That like he already had these issues to a degree that he was feeling right. depressed and doing that. Like, how do you do how do you do that? How do you say to someone when right? Because he was sitting in the car and he yeah, was so in the he, garage like, in the car and like he had the carbon monoxide, like the machine going. And then at one point, what the selling point is, like, wasn't a text that um, she sent to him. It was a text that she sent to her friend the next day where apparently he called her. and There was like a 43 minute phone call. Where he, she says to the friend that he got out the car and said that he was scared and he didn't want to do it, and she told him to get back in the car. She pushed him to, like, she sent that text to her friend. She's like, "You need to do it. If you don't do it, you're never going to do it." So she, he at one point didn't want to, and she pushed him to do it even after he tried not to. Like, how do you do that? How do you do that to someone that is not in? I mean, I understand she mentally is also fucked, but like. Still, because there's something fucking wrong with her to be able to do that to another human being. Like right. that is a whole other story. But like, it's just a, it's just an interesting case too. Because like, so, it was one of those things where they were like, "Can your words? Can words make? Can your words be a weapon? Basically, can your words kind of be 
like can you can you be charged for like murder based on something that you said like she wasn't anywhere near him she's miles and miles away this is all via text and phone call so like that was like her the defense's like argument was like she wasn't there like she didn't do it he did it on his own so there was this whole argument about like can your words be enough to like wow. push someone to but do like, that how many like even just how many people get bullied every day yeah, or how many kids stuff, yeah. like kill themselves because people on fucking Snapchat are sending them shit that gets disappeared that they have no physical evidence anymore after. Or like, you know, like kids are vicious nowadays. So like everything that goes on, it's like they're, of course, I mean, you're not going to be able to track everyone down. Right. So like this was a, a different kind of case, but like all these kids that kill themselves, like and then those right. kids that bullied them just move on with their lives like nothing, and the parents right. don't do anything about yeah. it. But what about the parents and the, and the family of that kid that killed himself or that life that never right. got started? And the really interesting thing too is that they were saying like most of the time, especially in the case of like suicide, they won't go through someone's phone. They won't check it because it's like why there's no there's no foul play. Like you know it's clear case of suicide. But this one detective like just had a, like a gut feeling to check his phone. Oh, wow. Like to just go through it. And then like when they went through all the texts, he was like, no, this is much deeper than a kid just committing suicide. Like read all this. And then like the other detective read it and he was like, yeah, like we need to go get her. And then she tried to deny that she even like had these conversations with him. And they were like, well, you're dumb because this is all, this is your number. This is all you. Um, and then they, she, they had all of her texts. And once they got his phone, they wanted to, subpoena like her friends phones and like they saw that she had like sent like she was someone that was just craving attention like she really wanted like even before he committed suicide she would text her friends about how like oh my boyfriend's thinking of killing himself and i'm so scared like she just wanted like people to feel sorry for and like they one of the big things that she did was she did like a baseball fundraiser after he died and she didn't even do it in his hometown she did it in her own because it was more about her and not about him and like his best friend was like you know he didn't live there like why are you not doing it here and she was like well because it's closer to me and like you know i'm the one organizing it don't take my idea like that's kind of the girl she was jeez that's terrible it's It's a really special place in hell it's a hard watch but it's a really good documentary if you have like hbo now or go i would watch it it's really it was really compelling it's called I Love You Now Die. That's the name of the documentary. Oh, yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, what, yeah, anything no, else? I mean, you? that happened in Massachusetts. So, like, it, it was, like, very real here. Like, yeah. like, in, like, Taunton is only, like, 35 minutes away from the city. And, like, it, like, it was a major, major ordeal, like, when it first happened. Like, it was, it was nuts. The whole case is, like, very, very crazy. Oh. Well, th- good looks on that, G. I'll definitely look into it after. Yeah, sorry, sorry. The last thing I saw was like really depressing. But yeah, that was last <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Anything? Um, I actually saw Juma- the second Jumanji for the first time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. Um, I saw the actually also saw the first two episodes of the new All That. Wait, what? Um, what, what? What is this new All That? Well, everyone's yeah, yeah, everyone's ears perked up right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
they rebooted all that. Like, it's a new cast. It's still the TLC song. That was uh, something I was worried about, but it's still a TLC song. And they Dude, always they give hell a job. Like, I need it. I need it. I need that TLC song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it didn't have the T- I even said the Casey. I waited for the song, like when they were doing the stop, look and watch, get ready at, get set. Like if, it, if I don't hear TLC, I'm turning off the damn TV. <laughs> Chris, what, what were you asking, Ryan? I got to know. Did they give Kel a job? Oh, I know. Kel is in, one of the first things is uh, he's in the Good Burger again. And then, Thank God. Thank God. They, <laughs> they also have Lori De- Beth Denberg doing. Um, oh, she's doing the news? Yeah, she did. Uh, she did vital information. Oh, I'm gonna have so to look this on... up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look this up. I, yeah, they keep I, I, I knew they were rebooting it. I just didn't know it aired already. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty interesting. The, the comedy when they do like you know when they get away from the old cast and go straight to the new cast is chuckle worthy, at least in my opinion. Oh, um, is the new cast, cast whack or are they all right? No, all right. I mean, there's like a very on the nose Beyonce impersonator. It's not. I don't feel it's as original oh, so characters. Yeah, like some of it's good, some of it made me laugh, but I mostly watch it for the callbacks, you nice. know, and the old cast coming in for a couple of minutes. All right, anything else, Ray? Uh, um, I actually, I think G's going to enjoy this one. I actually watched Soul Plane for the first time. In- <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's such a good guilty pleasure. It's I got DM'd, so on G-Reels, I always like post like anniversaries for movies, and I got DM'd when I posted there, that anniversary because it was like the, I think, 15th or 20th, whatever it was. And like someone was like, I usually appreciate your movie anniversaries, but how could you like shout out Soul Plane? Like it went on a rant, and I was like, man, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Movie. No, it's not. It's funny. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. I know, I know. He's like, <laughs> he's not. like super quiet. You're like, Ugh. it was. It's a, it's a good put on as you're falling asleep movie. <laughs> the word "good" should never be associated with Soul Plane. I don't, I don't want to think about Snoop Dogg flying my plane. <laughs> Or Kevin Hart owning the airline. (laughs) All you need is Tiffany Um, Haddish, and you got a fucking all-in shit show. um, (laughs) I I broke uh, uh, Casey's Spider-Man 1 original cherry. She's never seen it? No, she she hasn't seen this one, and and we're going to watch two probably this week. How'd she like it? She enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, she she was getting a kick of how dated a lot of the things were. Yeah, uh, that movie. That. Like, I don't know if anyone has seen it recently. Um, I rewatch it. It is really dated. <laughs> it is dated. It sucks because it, I mean, I still appreciate it for what it it did yeah. for the genre and stuff. But it is dated. Like, I watched it again before. I watched all of them before the we. I saw the new one, and it is very. I don't know how it didn't age as well as I. Like Spider Man Two aged well, I think Spider Man yeah, Two aged well. Really and then that was only what two years later. Two years later, and then Spider Man One is just yeah. I mean, it's still watchable. It's just and another thing. I don't know if you anyone that's seen it recently. You get Tom Holland, and you go back and watch Toby. He looks like he's forty years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same thing with like Andrew Garfield. I mean, Andrew Garfield looked too old. Like. So. There's no reason that the landlord's daughter should be hitting on Tobey Maguire. She looks like she's 16. He looks like he's 30. Yeah, it's really it weird. <laughs> he wasn't 30 yet when he made it, right? He was in his late 20s? No, he was in his oh. mid-20s. Oh, well, he looks was old. He? <laughs> I think he was like 26. Yeah, he was in his mid-20s. Um, his, I thought it was like early, like 29, 30. Anything else, uh, Rye? Or that's um, it? AOS and um, yeah, I yeah, watched... Yeah. I, which, by the way, the last two episodes phenomenal. Yeah, yeah um, agreed, agreed. Yeah, I, 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 I caught up this morning, bro. It's so good right now. Right. It's so good. 
We were going. Um, G and I were going over our com- uh, San Diego Comic Con stuff for the press we're doing. Uh, G's doing for us next week. And when I looked at the Age of Shield, Agents of Shield panel, I'm like, I guess G should go to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like lukewarm. Like I guess. <laughs> I mean, anything with Clark Gregg is amazing. And what else, and- right? I uh, watched a couple minutes, and not because it was bad, but just because I ended up having stuff to do. I started watching Good Omens on uh, Amazon Oh, how Prime. is that? How is that? I enjoyed it, especially with uh, Dave. You know what I'm working on, so it's yep. kind of fun to watch that with that. Amazon, stop. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> and I started Stranger Things. All right, nice. All right, uh, what about you, Chris? Anything but Stranger Things and Spidey? Um, yeah, I saw Crawl. Oh, how'd you like it? I liked it a lot, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, yeah, the premise is silly, but like, it's very, very well done. Like the jump scares. Like, I don't usually like. I don't want to sound like a hard ass, but like, it's it's tough to get me because you when you watch enough movies, you kind of they're predictable. You see, him, you see him coming. Yeah, but like this one, this one had at least four where that like got me clean, and I was just like, I was like, oh, this is fun. It's fun. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, it's really well shot. Um, she's very believable, and yeah, it's probably one of the better alligator movies. I think. I think it's gonna hold, <laughs> you mean <laughs> you mean you don't like? Oh, I was just gonna say Lake Placid. Why do you think the studio okay. held review so long? Because like, do you think they didn't know what they had? Or I don't think they knew what no, they had. They has they had. to be. I the fact that not even that they held. They held reviews. There was no critic screening at all. At all, yeah. So, oh, by the way, I forgot. We didn't see Crawl yesterday because we saw Stuber. I forgot to mention that. Oh, shoot. How is that? Not as funny as I thought it would be. Yeah. How's Batista? He's good. Batista's good. I think Batista's... I don't think he'll ever be like a rock top tier lead actor, but he's, he held his own. I think he was really good. Jen? Is he like better than John Cena? No, no. I think Cena's better. Oh. So it goes like rock Cena... Batista. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let me not say that because Batista already has an iconic role with Drax, so I can't really yeah. say that yet. So Batista's in better movies than than both. Cena. Yeah. Then and the uh, Rock. Yeah. Be in that yeah. Fast and the Furious Nine, though. Well, oh, Bati- I forgot. I saw Toy Story Four. Sorry. Did we record before Toy Story? <laughs> no, it popped yeah, in did. my head. I apologize. Right. Add. Um. Well, going back to what we were saying, like I've seen interviews with Batista that says he is more. He's not worried about the role. He's more worried about. The quality of the film that he's in. That's why I'm surprised he yeah, did this. He made he made a comment about the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, kind of saying that he wants to be in good films. I was like, wow, damn. <laughs> Shame. I mean, I mean, he's right. He's right. I mean, but granted, then he does something like stupid, which is not like great either. I mean, like if, it, you're, you have to, if you make that comment, you have to be in your all your movies got to be like really good. Yeah, but I'm guessing that they're the only studio that trusted him to be a lead in a movie, which is why he took it. I'm pretty sure yeah, no one was like fighting each other to give him a lead role. I think Marvel has helped them. Yeah. Like, the fact that he does so well with what he does at Marvel and yeah. with Guardians, I think that helps But I definitely don't see a Drax but I don't, movie I, coming anytime soon. I was shocked I didn't laugh as much as I did. Because that movie, the trailers looks hilarious. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I want to see, I do want to see uh, Crawl. Yeah, I enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. Like, like if you're going in for, like, a cinematic experience... That like yeah. yeah, you're you're in the wrong spot. Yeah, for sure. But like, <laughs> but like what? Probably the trailer I saw the most this summer. By the way, at any movie I went to, Same I here. saw the trailer a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard yeah, it's I really agree. short, Chris. Like it's it it doesn't. There's no filler. It's straight action throughout. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 
yeah, once it, at the minute it starts raining, it gets very real. <laughs> <laughs> Fastest rainstorm I've ever seen. <laughs> um, anything Speaking else? Speaking of Batista, real quick. Um, any word on the, the next one he's doing that My Spy? Oh, I saw the trailer out. yesterday. It got pushed back. It got pushed, it was, yeah. It was, it was supposed to come out like in two weeks, I think, or like three weeks. Um, they pushed it back, they claim, because it was too close to this movie that came out this weekend. But there's also issues with that studio. They were having like money issues, but I mean, they they said it might get released in early 2020. Yeah, and it looks. Okay. We saw the trailer yesterday. It looks pretty. Funny. I saw a trailer for it. It looks all right. Looks cute. You say early 2020? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. That, those are <laughs> alarming money issues. <laughs> By the way, you guys mentioned uh, John Cena before in Fast and Furious. They just released the first photo of them on set. And then everyone's in front, like the main cast, and John Cena is just hanging behind everybody. Like, well, listen, nobody, <laughs> nobody loves Vin Diesel him. quite like he's Vin the, Diesel. He's a newbie, man. I'm just, but I'm just happy they're bringing back Jordana Brewster, just because you know I need I need continuity from my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know, I need to know what Mia's up to. What since since her husband died? Well, no, it looks like well, so Vin Diesel's been posting all these videos, and it looks like uh, he posted a video with her and a little kid. Uh, and it looks like uh, they like like end up aging one of his kids, and like he might have an important role in it too. Like I guess they have a kid together in the movies, and I think they're just gonna keep Brian alive. Maybe he'll just be on assignment somewhere. I don't know. They're not gonna kill him. I'm like, that'd be, I'm, that'd this, be important. This needs but to fucking like, end. Bring, but they probably wanted to bring her back though, and like it kind of is hard to bring her back without mentioning him. him but, yeah, yeah true. But she is his sister, though. You kind of do yeah, have yeah. to keep her in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. This franchise needs to die no, already. It I don't, it's so fun. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's so good. Oh, it has the rock, the rock through a torpedo in the last one. This, this is going to be the craziest <laughs> franchise as far as how it's staying alive. The Rock it, is it, gone it's, now. It's amazing. The Rock is gone now. He's the one that does all the crazy yeah, shit. Got John Cena. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's one of the few like multicultural like. That's why it does so well because it represents so many different cultures, and that's why it does so well worldwide. Chris, you want to tell us how you feel about John Cena? I know you're a big fan of his too, right? Well, other, more Boston stuff aside, he's <laughs> he's no he's no Massachusetts. Like I'll tell you that, um, <laughs> Massachusetts. But like, but like I cannot wait for like you guys' opening scene for John Cena, and he's just like dumbbell curling like two Fords. It's gonna be perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like oh, I'm so much stronger than The Rock. Look at me lift like bed press six Mustangs. No, like not a lot of, outside of Chris, myself, and Ryan. We're like the wrestling guys here. Yeah, Ryan, Chris, isn't that a fucking petty move by Vin Diesel? Or like we got to get the <laughs> next wrestler that that. Oh, I mean Vin Diesel. The the most humble thing Vin Diesel's ever done was take the Groot role. And like I'm convinced, <laughs> I'm convinced. Like Kevin probably likes. He was like, yeah, no, we got something for you in the future. Just say I am Groot for nine hours. Yeah, like. Like that could be the cruelest joke. He's Hollywood. never done like, better. Like, never, never, ever done. Most emotionally, his most emotional too. role was Groot, and he got every single one of us to tear up when he said, "We, we are Groot." Groot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I agree. But like, yeah, he's a. But like, The Rock took his franchise. Like, like, and now he just like spun it off into his own. Vin thing. Diesel is the pit bull of film. So <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> so <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> And bald, bald and shades. That's bald like another hot take. No, it's the truth. They're both mediocre as fuck that have turned into like a bajillionaire yeah. based on like features with Pitbull and franchises. You know, with- I think I think Vin Diesel's very smart though. I mean, like the only reason The Rock got cast in Fast Five is because he went on his Facebook and was like, 
who do you want to see Dominic Toretto like go up against? Who do you want to see me go up against? And everyone was like, The Rock. And then he reached out to The Rock, and that's how it happened. You think he now re- somewhere somewhere on the line, somewhere <laughs> on the line, The Rock got too big. <laughs> you think he regrets that, G? Like, damn. I, uh, well, I mean, he made him a lot of money. I mean, I mean, I think he regrets it in some ways because now, like, The Rock gets his own spinoff with another character, and like, it's this big thing. And it, and if this movie makes more money than the next, if this movie opens higher than the new Fast and the Furious does, oh. The Rock would throw so much shade because he's very he's very subtle with his Instagram shade. I don't know if you guys ever yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he'll the throw. The thing is, like, if um if Hobbs and Shaw does well, then they there are de- I think they're definitely going to go ahead because they were talking about the all female like spinoff. I think that will happen. Wait, if all Hobbs female? Who well. the fuck is going to be in that? Mia. Uh, uh, Letty. Uh, Letty. Mia. Uh, maybe bring back Giselle from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's, like, that's like the only we're, thing they haven't done is brought somebody back from the we're dead. Bringing, yeah, we're bringing no, in Zom- no, no, he did. Letty, 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 Letty came back from the dead. Gal Gadot was gonna be like Gal Gadot. So Chris, like, figure out Chris, bring her back. Chris, <laughs> Letty, Letty <laughs> came back. Uh, Letty came back from the dead. They, yeah, uh, they already brought <laughs> someone back from the dead. They've already done that. Got it. Yes. Granted, like I said, just like James Bond movies, I stopped after Fast Two. And that was like, oh wow, too, well, fast, too fast, too furious. Too fast, too furious. Once you bring in yeah. Ludacris, that's pretty yeah. much when the franchise goes. It's away. crazy though because he that movie's terrible. Too fast, too furious. I don't like at all. But Ludacris has progressively gotten better in the movies. You mean Chris Bridges? Yeah, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> his, his actor name. Chris Bridges. Um, and oh, then, when the when the Rock makes fun of, I've seen that clip where the Rock. Oh, makes, I love that. That's like, like one like, of my yeah, favorite scenes from yeah, all, that, all that's the movies. That's hilarious. So but uh, that's about it. All right. Uh, anything else, Chris, or just? Uh, uh, you I watched some classics like over the Fourth of July. I watched Jaws. Good I watched stuff. Back to the Future. Good nice. stuff. So, like, yeah. Speaking Couldn't of Back to it. Speaking of Back to the Future, um, another show from the eighties premiered on Fourth of July. Stranger Things three. I was like, what are you talking about, Ryan? If you want to chime out, because we are gonna get into a little All spoiler right, yeah, here. Heck out of it. I'll see you guys from far from home. <laughs> All right. So. I'm going to try to avoid spoilers past episode seven because G is on episode seven. So. I don't even know the episodes like that. I Just make the whole sure series. that you don't accidentally say something on seven. Okay, cool. So, oh, general thoughts. What do you guys think of the wow. season? So incredibly uh, strong. Yeah. So far yeah. from yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I- I think uh, it, I was, this was I was way a little better concerned than two. Like season two, I did like, but it, you know, they had some issues, like especially that one episode that they didn't need to have. Isn't it crazy uh, that with that one episode, like it was so bad and it's terrible, yeah. and yeah. it was hated so much that they completely said, "Fuck this storyline." The Duffers are like, "We know we sucked. All right, forget it. We, we're not going to bring yeah, it up." I mean, I'm again. glad, I'm glad you can tell. I mean, there was like a long wait in between seasons, but like I, you, just watching, you can tell why there was like it's. Just a lot of like it seemed like a lot of went into like just like the effects and just making it like a bigger. Yeah, you, thing. Could, you could see the budget went up. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mall, the production design on the season is incredible. That Insane. mall looks. I mean, there's I no don't remember many the malls from the eighties like that. <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, but it looks like a nineteen eighties mall. mall. It, yeah, especially when like L and um, Max Max did their like photo spree. shoot yeah. and their shopping spree. I was like, oh, this is so eighties because like I have I don't know I have a video with my mom somewhere and it was like one of those like mall videos that like you take and you go into like this booth and you do some like special background effect and it was like oh this and is I like so 80s. how Chris mentioned he watched Back to the Future. I love that we're in nineteen eighty five yes. and Back to the Future is. All over you the just show. Feel the presence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole there's, the whole series. 
I think what like they do so well, and like I'm sure like obviously you guys like watching so many films, like they just take so many things and they integrate them. Like I, I was just like, this is from Jurassic Park. This is from Jaws. This is from Back to the Future. Like Ralph Macchio got a shout out. My guy, the Karate Kid. <laughs> like it's he it's did. So good. Did you see that? She was like, yeah, yeah this is Ralph Macchio. Yeah, the yeah. soundtrack, like, wow. the soundtrack, the music what? in the whole show was amazing. Yeah, like they do so real well talk. at just. Where the fuck was William Zabska? <laughs> Not yet. He Not wasn't. Yet. He wasn't the heartthrob in. Well, he those was the one that magazines. was. He was Tiger the one. Beef, well, Bob. whatever. He was the one that Sorry. was. He he was the one that took the big L in that movie. Um, also, Machio had the Outsiders before that too, right? Yeah, because the so, Outsiders were before. Yeah, you're also thinking like you have to remember yeah. like he had some establishment over William I mean, Zabka. What do we think of the new characters? Like them. I like them. Yep. Ma- yeah. I like the evolution of Max too. I like they, uh, they 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 fleshed out her character a little. Dustin and Steve are the best things on that show. It's so funny. At first, I was a little bummed that like they weren't hanging out so much together, but then I liked the fact that it it left it open for them to like really grow and like evolve that relationship together. You know which new character got a big following? Um, the uh, the Russian scientist. Oh, Alexi. Yeah. Alexi. Alexi. Alexi Smirnoff. Smirnoff got so Alexi. much love. Justice for Alexi. <laughs> yeah, I love Alexi. Love yeah, he's Alexi. new. He's new Barb. He's new. He's no, new he's Barb. not even new Barb. He's new. Every season they do this. Yes. Season one was Barb. Season two was Bob. Yep. And now is Alexi. But, it's like, but we're still surprised by it. Yeah. It's like, wait, there's a yeah. brand new character. You know you're going to fall in love with him. And then, that, then, and then something something's going to happen yeah. to him. But even I think Murray Bauman. Murray was in the first season, too. though. Oh, Mur- was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think he had more to do in this one. So. No, yeah, he had a lot more to do in so this I one. So I think, in, you know, the quips were. A I lot I love because I love when they mention something in the beginning of a season and they pay it off. Right at the beginning of the season, where Dustin and and Steve are are chatting, and and then Dustin's like, Steve, when have you ever I won, won a, fight? a fight? And then it oh. randomly calls back at the end of the season. I'm like, yes, it's yes. fucking hilarious. Yes. Um, That's got to be tough if you've never won a fight. <laughs> You're like. Like in that small of a town, and yeah. like everybody knows it, because like in season one, like you are pitted as like the dick until the end, and uh, if you just constantly lose, like you lose all power, he's, which is which like makes sense that he works in a ice cream stand. Now. He's the best developed character on that show. Yeah, I think his so. arc, his arc yeah. is incredible. From where we start, yeah, because I he reminds me a lot for Game of Thrones. He reminds me of Jamie. Because yeah. you hated Jamie at first, yep. yeah. And you progressively, progressively love him, and I think Steve is Steve and Steve and Dustin are my two. I thought faves. it was so cute when they greeted each other for the first time. Yeah, with yeah. the lightsabers. So yeah, and then what is she? Uh, what was her she's name? Like, oh, Robin. great. Robin's another, like, another how many? Child she's like, how many children do you hang out with? <laughs> the uh, daughter. I think Will. This might be hot, but like, I think I think Will Byers stinks. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Really? He's, he's awful. <clears throat> he's the worst friend. No, I don't think he so. Is. He is. I think he's, uh, he is. This will tie into the this will this will tie into Spider Man. We talk later, but like that Willie Tingle thing is. I'm just like, why? Like where he just gets the sense. Come on. Oh, I get what you mean. I know what you're talking oh, about. Like that. Yeah. Well, he's still technically because he was the only one of them that was down there. Well, it's, it's he's, funny, like, other like, than L. He still has the connection. Yeah, yeah right. but L never. Yeah, L never think, has that sense. So I think they both have their own form of PTSD. So I think with Will, with me, I, I agree with Chris too. Like the reason I, I don't get along with the character so much, it's the same thing as the Hangover Part One. We never saw Doug. 
we we the whole movie was about Doug and Fair. finding Doug, and then Stranger Things season one, the whole show is about getting Will, Will. Yeah, we never really bond with Will. We see some scenes about Will, but we don't really bond with him until season two. So we have a really tie like close ties with every other character of the little crew. So I guess I'll disagree because we just met Robin, and I love her. I think she's great. Did so would you say you love Robin yeah. more than you love Will? Um, I would. I love the kids together. But you love Dustin more than you love Will? Yes. So then do you love Will more than you love Robin? No, no. Because I think there's more of an arc for Robin right away, yeah, to be honest with you. It's strange. Like, I don't hate thing. Will, but I don't, I don't, you know, the thing is, I don't really dislike, Erica became very annoying. I'll say that. I don't know what you guys think, but Erica's. I thought she was always annoying. They just she it, got it the annoying. Yeah, she was, she was always annoying. She and was I think funny. They had at, to elevate her yeah. annoyance because she's like the little sister that's annoying. Literally, and the little like, sister thinks yeah. she's the know it all. And I mean, she is really smart, but like you know, like like Operation Child Endangerment was hilarious yeah, when was it came really out of nowhere. Funny. That was pretty funny. Um, but I don't know. She got progressively more annoying to hers as yeah, the season um, progressed. But I, I think saw, she had to be. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're positioning her to be part of like if the, the show continues be like a bigger bigger part as the show goes up what about you g you're uh you haven't chimed in much on this no i, I was just listening to the whole back and forth sorry <laughs> 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 no i mean uh, no i was i pretty much i'm sorry i was like going back and forth with you guys and texting on my phone sorry oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with everything you guys said, although you don't agree with each other. <laughs> no, and I really, I really liked Robin. I thought um, yeah. she's the daughter of Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman. Really? Yeah, true. I just, read, I just thought I did that. not know yeah. that. Yeah, well, I knew she was you Ethan Hawke's daughter. But then I wasn't sure who the I forgot who the mother was, and I remembered that they had two kids together. So wow. I was like, I think this is her. Her performance so, is very Uma Thurman. For being very her, now that you call it out, yeah. Her breakout because this is Wait, really is her is first role. No, she's good. No, she's really good. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Being very Uma Thurman was like good or bad. Nineties <laughs> <laughs> Uma Thurman's great. Then whatever happened. I was happened. like, oh yeah, she's very after kill Uma after Kill Bill. Great. I don't know. I'm whatever. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> like very Uma Thurman in Avengers or very Uma Thurman Avengers. in Kill Bill. <laughs> yeah, no, she's really good. No, you you'll know about that movie with her and Ralph Fiennes. It came out like in the late. Yes, yes, there is. Yes, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking. No, the Avengers. Kind of like. Uh, more Kill Bill, obviously. Yeah, she uh, good Umar Thurman. Yeah, but um, I'm trying to think of what else. I, I'm trying not to spoil oh, anything for G. I, oh yeah, never mind. I can't say something. So there, episode. I will say this without saying, without getting into details of what it is. But what do you guys think of the episode nine song? Love it. I think I've, I, I've, heard, I've heard about this. I think already, I've replayed. So I, I think I've replayed the song. I, it's it's been online a lot, so I've already okay. Heard about it. So Chris, you what do you think? Watch it. Gee, nah, I, I love it. I like it. It just hard to, like I said, like just like the things that they tie in. It's just like yeah, like that's that's so cool. I never like, because I don't know. I I've seen the movie that specific movie. Yes. Gee, do you mind if I say what the movie is or? No, no, no I, I already know. Oh, you I, already know. Already. So I've seen Never Ending Story, but I haven't seen that movie in like twenty years. Yeah, so when he started singing the song, I was like, I've heard this from yeah, somewhere. I recognize it. Yeah. And then when sh- they say the. The the never ending story, harm- and I was like, oh my god! They just called out the never ending story, and then Jen admitted that. What? That what I've did- never seen it. And then she's like, isn't that movie with all those puppets? And I'm like, so I was confusing it with Dark I'm like, Crystal. That's Dark Crystal, man. It's not the never ending <laughs> story. So yeah. I think Sorry. that relationship is fucking adorable. But that was yeah. like yeah. such a good scene, and I loved all of like 
when they kept cutting to all the different characters and yes. all the things that they were showing on the like behind like i just thought it was really funny and everyone's face was just like <laughs> first like on? oh hey she's sh- real and I then sh- be like i showed jen because she didn't notice the first time the best part of that song is outside Winona of the song joyce? is joyce just joyce. Tur- put it t- putting her hands <laughs> on her head and turning around like Dude, what the fuck that is was going my on favorite part of the whole thing you shit have heard and topper the wall like <laughs> so good so um i think and i've read that the duffers only want four five at max Ooh, okay so i uh, nice uh, well i respect people that want to end things when it's when it's right but it's so good yeah it's <laughs> yeah but the kids are yeah, about, they, the kids are about to get awkward they're though. aging they're out aging. they're aging yeah. out so i think they need to Make them work faster. There's a rumor yeah. that there's a rumor that even though it hasn't been greenlit, and I have to confirm the source, um, they're already filming. So they now kind critical of the rat. Oh, sorry. Go. Is Ryan back? I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. He's almost done, and I. Heard okay, that go part ahead. And I have well, a did question. You, did you see how many people like watched it on a the? A lot show? of people. Yeah, like, yeah. So crazy. Those numbers are insane. I mean, that's the, crazy. The, 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 yeah, there was like people having parties, like viewing parties over the, like, the holiday weekend. I remember that I started watching. I remember the day it premiered. It was before Jen and I went to a convention, and I put it on my queue, and I saw the first probably like five ten minutes of it, and the theme song had me fucking yeah. hooked. And I'm like, oh, this seems pretty interesting. And then we went to the convention, and um, Adrian, friend of the show, she had already binged it, and she's like, you need to watch it. It is excellent. Then we got back that Sunday, and it was probably two days after the show started, and I've been hooked ever since. I think it's like we spoke off the line that we're going to go into our favorite TV shows and just in the next couple of episodes. Yeah. It's up there for me. Really? Like, it's so, so good. And I mean, Chris mentioned attention to detail. Yeah. In 1984, there was a Ghostbusters serial that was released after the movie became really popular. There was also a Ghostbusters. Uh, do you remember, Jen, like, you used to send stuff in and you used to get stuff back yeah. from the cereals. Box the box yeah, stuff. The box yeah. They had UPC the Ghostbusters thing. cereal, the real mm-hmm. Ghostbusters cartoon cereal, and the giveaway. You don't need to recreate that. Like, there was no need for that. Wow. But the fact that other they're... Other than fans. Yeah. All, other, you, than other than fans. Yeah. They, they're, walking, they're walking in the supermarket and, or, or wherever they're walking, and I see the Ghostbusters cereal on the left, and I see the giveaway, and I'm like, that's brilliant. And fans of Halloween... Gee, you already passed this. Did you notice that when they're in the hospital, they had the HM, HMH is the same logo as the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital yeah, from Halloween too. I didn't oh, see that. I, I, actually, my friend actually pointed it out when dope. we were watching it together. I stopped. I literally, Jen was watching it on the plane, and I looked to my right or my left. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, hold back. I'm like, I think that's the Halloween that's two cool. thing. And then when I she downloaded it at the airport, like the first five episodes, and I'm like, this could take me until like we got our connecting flight, and uh, I watched it. That's that cool. was the other thing that I watched besides the movies. Yeah, it's a, and I. They do so well. Like it's like like one of the things that I picked up on like immediately. Obviously, after watching um, uh, Jaws, like the mayor's name is Larry. He's a reckless mayor. He's corrupt, just like he is in the books, or in the movie. It's funny because I agree with Chris that I think the mayor is more like the mayor of Jaws. People are comparing it to the president. I'm like, no, that's Everyone the wants mayor. To everyone yeah, to like, it's the mayor of Jaws. You mean, like, our current president? Yeah. Oh, and I'm no. like, that's the mayor of Jaws. Yeah. That's yeah. ideally the mayor. And apparently, yeah. because something happens at the end of the season, I don't know how it's going to happen, but that uh, Gary Elves? Gary Elves, yeah. yeah. He said he's coming back. Oh, nice. So I'm not sure how, but we'll see what happens. 
but he can. He can, but I think I thought his story was done, so that's why I was surprised. Well, he was oh, not really. Oh, or actually, we can't say something. G earmuffs. Brian Bye. earmuffs. <laughs> Are they muted? I'm gone. All right. they're, they're, I'm muffed. Okay, okay muffed, muffed. Say muffed. So actually, now that you say that, now that just brings up. So the end credit at the end of. Uh, Stranger Things, you have to stay and watch past the credits and make sure that Netflix oh, yeah, doesn't bring you down to the little box. Because they did but, for like, me. Because there's an end credit scene. And actually, th- so this is when they go to Russia and they are basically... The American? The American. No, so now I'm thinking, like, th- everyone's supposed to think that that's Hopper. Hopper. That's yeah. Hopper. But what if that... But you don't know what that. What if it's Carrie Elwes, It could she's be right. Carrie Elwes. Yeah. I think that's Hopper because they don't show him They dying. don't show him... Exactly, Fair, but they also but don't show anything about Carrie. Yeah. He got arrested. He, he got arrested. Yeah, but it's he still got arrested. Russian but government. then the Russians can still, it's corruption. The, the, Russians, the Russians can still take him. The Russians built a secret underground Yeah, I guess you're right. But I, I'd, one person out of I'd be hard. I'd take Maybe, the bet I'm that thinking, it's Hopper. I knew that it wasn't. I feel like it's too obvious for it to be Hopper. Like, I feel like. I think Hopper will come back. He's not dead. Something I'll like tell you that. I don't think he's in dead. The, in the upside down, though. I don't but think he'll be back. Yeah. But I, I don't think that was him. So now that you said that, I'm like, that's a good, oh, yeah, good point. that's probably him. Okay, guys, Chris, come what, back. Come Chris, back. what do you think? I'm, yeah. I mean, I it would suck. Like uh, we've talked offline about like how much we love Breaking Bad and how much it like it sucks that it ended. But like I'm happy with the ending. Like if he if the Duffer Brothers call it quits, I'm happy with that. I'm with you too. Um, like I give like I can't I. And like you, like we said, like the cast, like how much longer are they going to really be able to hold Millie Bobby Brown down? Yeah. Like, like I, like she's going to be in like a serious, serious force, like very, very, very soon. soon. Yeah, especially if she goes into Eternals. Pun intended. That's going to be. I'm back yeah. again. Yeah, I, I think I agree with Chris. I think Breaking Bad is a perfect example. AMC would have definitely said, "Hey, keep going." I mean, The Walking Dead is still fucking yeah. around, so and they have no plans of ending it. So, said. like Breaking Bad, <laughs> Vince Gilligan said, "We want five seasons. We're done," yeah. and that's what they did, and yeah, it is it's perfect. Like, it's the same thing with like Bates Motel. Bates Motel had a five season plan, and they fulfilled that. Like sometimes it's good when you just have your idea from start to finish, and like this is it. Yeah. I but think then you have. I mean, we still officially want more. Go ahead, Ryan. Like it. But they have show like say Supernatural. Supernatural was supposed to be seven seven seasons, and that's it. Let's not compare. Great. You guys have admitted. You've you've admitted there's a lot of filler in the last in the last season. Yeah, but doesn't there's also some really good shit too that I'm very happy we got, especially the very last season. Breaking Bad. Last season. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad never had filler, and except one episode. Don't tell me you were talking about the the fly one because I love the fly one. I do love it, but it, like it doesn't, I it doesn't progress the story. At I all. guess yeah, I guess you're right. Well, like it is but, it's okay, still, and then it's supernatural. Great... Every episode uh, <laughs> progresses a relationship. Stop, Ryan. Stop it. Just stop it. Ryan. <laughs> Even I am like not going to co-sign. Stop that. it, Ryan. No, I'm not, I'm not. But I think Damn the Duffer, I think Sorry, the Duffer brothers Sorry. said that they want to make sure that this story is like. The, a kid's story, not a young adult. Well, story. they also. So I think that's why they. They also part of the allure keep... to it, man. They yeah. never planned. I mean, they had an idea that if it got renewed for a second season, it would go to five, at least four or five. But they ended season one very, like set. Like if yeah. it ended there, we're it, good. We would have been fine with it. We would have yeah. been fine. So, so yeah, Stranger Things, catch it. It yeah. oh, well, I think everyone's seen it already. So, um, except, fin- except Brian, <laughs> fin- finish it. Started and finish it. So and then. <laughs> 
it hasn't been officially renewed, but we should get I'm that sure in the next few days. Be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure Netflix. They, they, I mean, they need it. Netflix is at least one more year. <laughs> and I know we. Oh, news that we didn't mention, and I don't know how I, I forgot to mention this. The I the cancellations of or the removal of shows from Netflix. Yeah. Friends is gone. I'm about to lose a lot. Yeah. And the Office. The Office. I wanted to lead into it, but you like that's what she just, said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, G, they also lost the, lost the first the first look deal with the CW show. So like the CW shows are going to, oh, like, to HBO Max. Like I guess like Katie Keene and like Nancy Drew maybe and Batwoman are going to go to like the Warner whatever yeah, they're H- doing HBO Max. And yeah. I, I was going to touch on that too. But G, why are you calling the Office overrated? Oh, I mean, it's funny. I just it's a little overrated. <laughs> Yo, G, I'm with you, dog. Stop it. Like, I mean, no, I, you you I, like, you go watch I, Community, I, Chris. I, I Big Bang Theory is overrated. Heard always preferred 30 rock like always thought 30 rock was better so i always like I, i've always been in that camp i don't think it's not good i've never said it wasn't good i just said like a tad overrated oh <sighs> I, think, for... I think big bang is overrated I oh, think... well, it's, no big bang is awful it's not overrated oh, awesome <laughs> all right g and i are agreement then cool uh office what about parks and rec would you say parks and rec he hasn't. So, he hasn't watched Parks so and Rec. Yeah, so I've seen. So he doesn't know yet. Five episodes. Okay. But the problem is, and Jen has already told me this. She's like, season one's terrible. Season yeah. one's not you good. So you right now, to... so I saw five episodes, and I'm like, well, this is a fucking. Because season poor, one is this is a poor man. Episodes. This is a poor man's office. That's one yeah, of the way I looked exactly. at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Office is. So I think I would say Friends, Office, uh, Parks and Rec. As far Par- as well, rankings? Parks and Rec is leaving too. They just haven't announced it. Jeez. So I mean, Netflix is in trouble because by I say by twenty twenty two, maybe twenty yeah twenty twenty one twenty twenty two, they're losing. They have no shows left. Well, That's not, not their original stuff. Not their original stuff. Well, but their original yeah, stuff's pretty strong stuff. though. Yeah. And That's, plus, I heard they're adding ads. Oh, I, if Netflix oh, should not add ads, I read an article about it and this. They're projected if they do that, they're going to lose like a quarter of their subscriptions. Yeah, but they're probably going to go the Hulu route where they're going to like add the ads, but then you pay an extra five bucks to not have ads. Because original stuff would be Umbrella Academy, Ozarks, Stranger Things. Does Black Mirror count as original? Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, their original content is pretty good too. Well, I think that's always been their idea that they've been trying to build up their original. But not something too. that will bring the viewers as Stranger Things does. Well, Stranger Things is like their original, though. Out of their oh, original Stranger Things. Black one, it was on. Like, it was highly watched, too. Like, it's oh, one of, it was one of their high. Yeah, but that's ending. Highly watched. Yeah, yeah that's, that's ending, ending, too. Ending. Yeah. So, like, I'm apparently, saying. Like, apparently, Ozark, apparently, Ozark is also highly watched on that. Yeah. I just I don't know. think anything touches Stranger Things. No, no. I, I, no, I, I, no, I totally get you, though, because, like,. My friends were like, "Why is it a big deal that they're losing the Office and Friends?" I was like, "But it makes them a lot of money. I mean, like they nice. they're losing, and, and the Office is like, what is it's it? number one? It's number one stream show. It as is, far right? as like not original show, their most binge watched show. Uh, no, it's so they're it's losing with, something. I think it's very with lucrative. with even with originals, it's still their number one. Stream and they just show. lost all their Marvel stuff too. And they lost the Marvel stuff. Yeah, well, it's, that was, well that was their fault. <laughs> Should be yeah, it should be interesting what happens by twenty twenty two on Netflix yeah. looks because I think that's why they're pushing so much to get into the movie game. They'll probably start their own documentary about themselves. Yes, the rise and fall of Netflix. <laughs> well, they're well, doing that. They're doing that movie with The Rock and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, that okay. Awesome. So that that's called Red good. Notice. Yeah, I mean they put a lot of money. It was supposed to be a Universal, but like uh, they they just bought it, right? It up. Yeah, yeah, they bought I mean, it. It's like really expensive though. Netflix apparently. disrupted the system. They, I mean, they went from like, if you think about it, they went yeah. from like they having these mail, right? These mail DVDs you have to like request you on the queue, and then they created the streaming platform that now everybody copies to some form degree, 
and like I didn't stream. You know, I didn't buy Netflix until they switched to streaming because I was I didn't like the I DVD had Netflix thing. Early, yeah. And then once I switched over to the streaming, I'm like, oh, this is this yeah. this is a game changer. Changing, yeah. This is changing yeah. everything. I mean, Jen doesn't watch shows on HBO because they're every week. <laughs> Thanks well, to Netflix. I can watch them, but like I'm waiting to binge Big Little Lies because like I'm like you know what I could... so you're not you're not watching Euphoria oh. no so I want to well is it over now no it's... <laughs> okay I think it just started so all right so then I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until the season's done so that this way I can because that's the thing is that sometimes like it's like I don't have from the day to day doing all the things that we do between work between real talk real chronicle just everything it's really hard for me to see I used to be one that I used to watch. I would have all my TV schedules every single night, CBS, NBC, um, WB, well, CW, I guess, and then ABC, and I would watch all of these shows, like, at their times. But I don't do that anymore. Now I have Hulu that will catch all of those shows for me, and I'll watch them on a Friday night. I'll binge through the whole week in, like, a couple hours, and I'm set and ready to go for the next week. But, like, HBO, I'd rather just wait until it's done and then I can just watch it. Like, literally, I can finish Big Little Lies as soon as it's done in, like, a couple hours. But then you Sunday. complain about, oh, then I have nothing to watch. I know, then it's over. But then I go to my my other classics, like The Golden Girls so, and Murder, She Wrote. Speaking and, like, on HBO, yeah. speaking on HBO, going back to what G was mentioning about Friends leaving. So, HBO Max is the Warner Brothers... Uh, it's a new deal with Warner Brothers Television and, and HBO. So HBO Max, the NBC streaming service, will not carry Friends. Hmm. It's going to be HBO Max that's going to okay. get Friends. That's a huge get for them. They are also going to have every episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Wow. Well, that reruns. That reruns a lot. And I think once because this is the first time it's hitting stream. Yeah, so it's, it's never been on. Stream. It's never been on streaming. I think that immediately will go into the top one of the top streaming shows because I mean I've been wanting to rewatch that show for a while, and I really don't want to buy the DVDs because it's a shitty quality. So uh, it airs like four times a week on VH1 or whatever. <laughs> I don't watch television shows. I mean television networks not much anymore. I'm streaming everything. I'm just, I'm just saying, man, you're rerunning like four times a day. And like you and like you mentioned, G, it uh. HBO will be the exclusive streaming home to a string of new Warner Brothers produced dramas for the CW beginning with the fall 2019 season. So all of Berlanti's stuff, it will be on on HBO. So is Titans going to be on the H- Because I think aren't they still filming Titans 2 or no? No, is I Titan, is, is Titans on the DC thing? Is that the yeah? DC? It's a yeah, DC universe is going to yeah. be at Comic Con, so we'll see what they did. Imagine they just show up and they're like, "We are discontinuing DC universe." <laughs> we are. The I mean, big absorbing, absorbing that we <laughs> I need like a subscription package that will give me access to all of these platforms. That's what's next to happen. That's, That's going to happen. Someone's going to do it. So cable. They shall call it cable. They shall call it cable. <laughs> Cable streaming. It's gonna be a bundle. So, it's gonna be a bundling service. Because everything's getting expensive. I mean, Netflix is charging what fifteen dollars now. I think a month. I draw mine seventeen for the four K package. Well, oh, Disney see? will be what? six dollars. So Disney six dollars. I brought this up with Ryan on Spring Cycle. Seventeen dollars for Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> For the four, I want my 4K. I have a 4K TV. I want to get the most out of it. Ryan, almost everything on there hasn't been upgraded to 4K. <laughs> no, the original stuff is 4K. They have a whole thing. Like, when you buy the 4K no, there one, is thing. Whole, there is a whole section that is 4K, but it's there not like is. enough. Ryan, here's a trick. If you upgrade, if you buy it 4K Apple TV, you can still pay the 10 11 or $10, $12, and everything in 4K will still stream in 4K because you have a 4K Apple TV. I don't know. That Bam. Means, 
<laughs> so then you save your five bucks or whatever. Uh, but uh, David, I, I brought this up with Ryan earlier. So one of the first people to do this whole independent streaming service that's separate from cable was the WWE. Yes, they were ahead of the game on yeah. that. So to ask you, how is the success of that going right now? Two million subscribers. Okay. Um, and because of the WWE Network, UFC is doing the same thing now. Okay. They they were they I think like a few months ago they just worked out a deal with ESPN right. as their pay per view provider. Yeah, so now yeah. they're on ESPN Plus. All the UFCs on UFC. Uh, so WWE you was, still have to pay for the pay per views. The crazy thing is that WWE, you don't have to pay for the pay per views if you stream the service. So like tonight, there's a pay per view. I have the network. I don't have to pay for it. You I pay. I pay my monthly fee. But WWE is smart that I don't know who the hell doesn't have the network that likes wrestling. <laughs> they still play it on cable, so you can still pay fifty, sixty bucks. So they are n- now wow. now they're getting Instead double the, the revenue wow. from the pay per view, which is I would love to see those numbers. They don't release those numbers. I Got I believe it. they release the network numbers, and they get the money from the. And if you only wanted to see one pay per view, you could sign up for a free, free trial. Free like trial. there's always oh, a free trial like for the even first even during month. WrestleMania, which is like their Super Bowl. And you can use give away for free. different email addresses. Not saying you got to buck the system, but just saying so the, ec- the could, I do, I do. Fuck Vince. The, <laughs> the smart thing too is um, they know because when I they know and I personally for personal experience when before the network I didn't order every pay per view. And when I no, did, I would, just, yeah, you couldn't. I would have people, when I did, I would have people come over and we watch it together. Split it and, and stuff, but yeah. that Split doesn't, it. but that never happened. That didn't happen every month. Now you're essentially getting at least $10 a month from everybody and you still get every, and you get every pay-per-view. Now, another thing is that you were paying $60 for a pay-per-view or 50 bucks. WWE did not get all those $50. <laughs> The cable provider got the $50, and they would get, I think, like $6 a pay-per-view. Hmm. So essentially, you're making more money by people streaming the network by spending the extra $4. Gotcha. It's, it's, I looked into this whole WWE no, yeah. network thing. It's genius. Because I, I realized early on, like that's, it's, that's where we're trending. Everybody is now having their own individual streaming service. But I remember that early on, WWE was the trailblazer at this point. Yeah. So like if that's still holding on and... like. Its niche was specifically wrestling. Mm. Now we're talking about networks where they don't. There's no real niche to it. It can be any type of show, and that's their libraries are way more vast than wrestling. I think so, what works for WWE better than anybody, and Chris and and uh, Ryan have the network as well. Despite the fact that all these streaming networks are having, com- they implemented commercials, and Ryan mentioned Netflix may do the same. No matter what. WWE will give you a promo at the beginning of the episode of whatever you're saying, and there is no commercials during a show. You will never get a commercial during the show. And mm-hmm. I think despite, you know, everyone adding that to their streaming platform, WWE has never changed. Nice. They are looking into increasing the price because they are going to add a specific level of content, like other promotions and stuff like that, because they own Every a lot thing. of libraries. They own every wrestling promotion outside of anything new that's opened in the last like 15, 20 years. So Do they have Houston? Yeah, they have Houston. Yeah. So they own I everything. I didn't think they did. So yeah, so pretty much WWE Network has done it right. Let's see if everyone yeah. follows follows suit. I mean the ES the uh the ESPN and UFC group is like so like there was a fight la- uh, last night. That was on plus, but the fight the pay per view fight, you still have to pay that sixty dollars for it. So they there's a is they're still holding on to kind of like the old model. 
Which I think, like, Chris, I don't know if you agree. I think that model will eventually disappear. Like, you get ESPN Plus, you're good to go. I don't know. You I, really? Because, uh, like, you get so much with Plus. I will say, because I, I, I'm a UFC fan, so, like, I enjoy it. And, like, you do get, like, a ton of other things. Like, you have the whole 30 for 30. Like, anything on ESPN's website, you also get. Hmm. Um, we'll see. Because, like, I mean, UFC still, I mean, with the WWE essentially for the most part, gone from the pay-per-view service. Like they are, they're they, the last ones. All, left. They, they are the biggest fish in that market. Yeah. Candidly, Cause boxing, they, they devour boxing. So yeah. And boxing is, I don't know what the hell boxing is anymore. So <laughs> that's a, that's another topic for another podcast. <laughs> all right. So with that being said, let's go into Spider-Man. Ooh. I think we're Spider-Man. We're Spider-Man. split down the middle on this because you, oh, well. Because so, I, yeah. just want, I just wanted to mention something really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, since, you, since you brought up Spider Man, we talked about the global box office. It looks like it's at eight hundred and forty-seven okay. point one million. I think it can do it. I think it'll. So it's in good shape. Yeah. And uh, I thought you might want an in-game. Uh, box yeah, go ahead. Update. Do your thing. It, it made two point eight million worldwide this weekend. It is only seven point one six million behind Avatar's record. God damn it. We're so close. I can't watch it that many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> we didn't get into it. The rewatching. I movie. rewatched it on the boat. They had the re the re-release on the boat. Um so I'm so glad we didn't pay for it. Yeah, so like <laughs> yeah. you get the you Thanks, get Jenny. You, Well, I mean, why did you pay for it? I bought my dad's ticket. Mr. Chin uh, hadn't seen it. So I took him to see it. So it's okay, essentially well then that was the first time that was worth it. Well, then. not essentially. It is the exact exactly same, the movie same movie until the end. When you, I will say, like I three scenes. if they added that scene, it would have been fucking cool. Do you want to know yeah. what it is? Or? Yeah, yeah. So Carl Winslow is a cop in that scene. <laughs> well, technically, he's Reginald the, the real Carl he's, he's the character. Yeah, Reginald yeah. Van Gleeson or whatever. Van Nelson. Van no. Reg- Hold on, let's get his name. Wait, does he play the same cop that he plays in Ghostbusters, you think, and now all the same world? Imagine. He played him in... He's playing the cop from Die Hard. The MCU is so large. The MCU is so large, it's absorbing Die Hard and it's absorbing Family Matters and Ghostbusters. It's Reginald Bell Johnson. Bell Johnson. I don't know where I got Van Gleeson from. Um, so yeah, he he's in the post credit scene with the Hulk. The Hulk he's is like rescuing cop. a kid from yeah. the, but it's incomplete. Like the scene is not finished, so the uh the Hulk CGI is not is you know it's compute it's still on the computer kind yeah. of deal. Um, the Stan Lee tribute is nice. Yeah. It's really none of it. It's just to make break Avatar's record. That's pretty much essentially what yeah, it is. Yeah, there was nothing, There's nothing different. different. It's going to, right? I mean, 7.16 million is not a lot. Like It's going to be by maybe mid-August at this point. It's still in over 1,000 theaters, which is good. It needs to do it at this point. It just shows, like, that record was impressive. Hate yeah, it or love isn't it. Isn't that crazy? Hate it or love it. That record is impressive. It's taking Endgame a lot. A lot of work. And it's good. good. good for yeah, Zoe but, it's, but Avatar did that in, like, months, and they re-released it to... And it makes me think that shows not just Avatar is impressive. How impressive is Force Awakens that it's still $110 million more than Endgame domestic. I mean, I'm not not trying to take anything away from Force Awakens, but it did come out during December, which is like a, you know, it it does inflate the box office a lot because everyone's like out of school and work and stuff. So, but yeah, it is impressive. I'm not trying to take anything away from it, but like that, that's one of the reasons why it made so much money too, on top of everyone wanting to see it. Yeah. I mean, the hype yeah, nothing, was... I don't think anything's going to top like the force awakens domestic. Total yeah. I think that's going to be, a, I think that's going to, it's going to be a while before 
mean, unless, that gets touched. Do you think the, next the first non Skywalker movie might touch it? No. I think, depending depending what I, it I think is. this last one might. If, if, it, if there's a chance this is the last Skywalker yeah. movie, this Just one may do it. Do it. But I don't. I don't see it happening. Uh, G the uh, the final Avatar numbers. How long did it take for the re-release? Um, like beginning to end Oscar the seasons. So I, I think got, it's around Oscar season. How many months was that? So though? like it added. Uh, they said the re-release added like over forty million to its original gross. So like the final gross that it had uh, before, like the two point seven eight. It like it added forty million to do it. Like a little over forty million to it. Any word on how long they had to do that though? Like how many months they were re-released for or no? Uh, I have to. I get. I can look it up, but because it was in th- it was in theaters a long time, and then they re-release it. I mean, I mean, I, I know we were trying. Like they're comparing. Like I, I don't know if it's more impressive that Endgame got there as quickly as it did, and it sure. took Avatar like several months to get there. Yeah. So I mean, cross fingers that we can report yeah. next time we're on that it's the Hopefully. record's been broken. Um, <laughs> all right. So Spider Man. Yes. So I think we're split down the middle on here. Um, I know we spoke off the line, Ryan, Chris, and I. Chris loved mm-hmm. it. Ryan loved it. G loved it. Gave it four reels. Um, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I think Jen liked it a lot. But I, to me, I don't know if you guys are on the same boat as me. I don't think it touches Homecoming. Oh, I didn't. Mm. I actually like. <laughs> I think it was way better. Yeah. I don't feel that. No, I agree. You well with me or with with you with you? Oh, I don't think. Jen? Yeah, I think I liked Homecoming. I like so this we, one, but like, I think we, I liked Homecoming a little split? better. I think we're yeah, split. Yeah, we're, we're split down the middle. We're split in the middle. But we're split between love or and really, really like. Yeah, <laughs> don't get it wrong. It's still a, it's still a really good movie. Yeah. It's just I had heard well from Chris, from Rye, and then from social media itself that it's like. The best live action Spider move, Spider Man movie, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see what happens. Like, really good. I mean, yeah, for it's, me it's really good. But I don't. Yeah. All right, gripes. I an MCU trope that I hate, and I've hated is I hate villains that have really shitty motivations. This isn't a shitty motivation, though. I don't think he has shitty motivations, dude. Though. He got fucked over by Tony Stark. Yes, and all right, just like the Vulture. Yes. Not necessarily. Yeah. Literally the same. He yeah. did. <laughs> he did. Two sides of the same coin. You got to remember, though, like, not every villain's going to be your alpha, venom, carnage, joker. You're going to have some middle-tier villains in there. They're going to be just petty assholes that have nothing better to do with well, themselves. Well, Killmonger is not a top-tier villain, and he's he had Black a great Panther's motive. One. And he had a great motive. But he's Black Panther's number one. But in terms of Marvel itself, he's not. So, because Mysterio is supposed to be a top-tier villain. No, he's not. Green oh, Goblin Spider-Man. is Spider-Man's number one. Yeah. Not, I didn't say he was number one. I said he's a top-tier villain. Big difference. Well, as far as the rogues gallery. So if we compare it to Batman, Mysterio's more like a scarecrow. Yeah. And then he pretty much Clayface. Like, for, like there's there's going to be some petty guys that are just not, like, super elaborate or deep. It's, I just, I, I felt like where we are with Marvel, I expected a little bit more. They can't all be Thanos. Yes, that's that. I think yeah, that's, that's what true I'm saying. Too. I didn't. I'm not comparing it to Thanos. I'm yeah. comparing it to what they've done lately. I actually had no issue with the villain. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal gave a great performance. Although what I will say I, yeah, about that heel yeah, turn, what I will say that I liked about the origin is at least it made Tony Stark like some. Not everybody's a fan of his, even though he sacrificed his life to yeah. save the whole universe. 
Uh, so there's mm-hmm. a still a big group of people that actually still have gripes with him, even though he's responsible for bringing that, everybody back. And I think that says something about like just like humanity as a whole, right? Like yeah. when someone mm-hmm. like celebrates someone as a hero, maybe not everyone thinks yeah. that that's some that they are heroic, or maybe to them like it just came off because you're always gonna have someone that's not gonna like you, right? Yeah. No matter what yeah. you do, and maybe you didn't do anything personally to them, but it rem- I, I don't know. This reminded me of Iron Man one, okay, with Jeff. Dan- uh, not Jeff Daniels. I can see uh, that. With his motive of like, oh, so Tony Would it be wants. More, a little bit more Iron Man 2, though? No, Iron Man 1. So Tony's, Tony wants. I see where you're going with Iron Man 2, but I feel like it's more Iron Man 1 in terms of like. Benko and, yeah. Like, this guy wants to. Tony wants to take away selling weapons. This guy doesn't. Uh, he's mad at Tony, so we go on from there. And uh, Iron Man is great, but I just felt like. I want a little bit more. You are definitely what? right that the origin of the villain isn't as strong as, or the, I guess his motivations aren't as strong as the other villains. But I think that's the point is that not every villain is going to be. this. Yeah, I know. I just feel like he's only a villain. In, you in can't love every villain. Cause in I think, I just think that's not... go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. No, it's the, in my perspective, he's only a villain because like he's going against Spider-Man in reality, his end game is to be a hero. He makes mentions of being a bigger hero than Iron Man. Yeah, he just true. wants the popularity. He doesn't like like for um, Iron Monger. Like he just wants to keep the money train going. Like that's that was his motive. Like Jake Gyllenhaal and Mysterio's motive is to be a hero well, in the eyes of the public. Well, I guess I would. He complete. I guess he contradicts himself on that when he's talking about like I don't care how many casualties. The more casualties, the better. So they could. You know, have... that's how you build a hero because he's technically saving them. He's starting right. it and well, no, he's he mentioned in the I think towards the you know towards his turn or whatever that he was fine with as many casualties as possible. He never mentioned saving everybody. So, which I mean, it, it, it just I didn't hate his performance. I thought Jake was great. Don't get me wrong. I just felt like ugh, I wish there was a little bit more substance to it. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I never found a moment in the movie that was as shocking as or as a surprise as with. And I'm not talking about the post credit. I'm talking about the actual uh, just content. Like, no, the, the, you, you, you saw the heel turn then. The contents of the movie itself, not the post credit. Yeah, I, I loved the reveal of Vulture of who he was. Yes, way more than anything in in, in this movie. Like you never saw that coming, and if you did, lies. <laughs> You mean the yeah. conversation? Well, you, know, in the, you know what I appreciated about the Jake Gyllenhaal performance is that even though I'm watching it and I know Mysterio is the villain, I was so caught up in how like good he was acting, like how like how on the side of good he was that I I mean I saw of course saw the turn coming, but it was still felt surprising because of the way that Jake Gyllenhaal kind of played it, like yeah. he was so convincing as like the good guy that I was like oh like when when are we gonna get the turn? And then when it happened, I, of course I was like of course this is gonna happen. But I thought that was what was brilliant about. His performance is that he was able to play both of those sides very well. Or almost... I think the actual turn wasn't as good as it needed to be. Yeah, I agree. The reveal wasn't as good. Like all the substance for me, like was great. Like, but like that, I think it it went on too long, in my opinion. Like like him like being a good like guy Jose on his on his on his plan. No, him being a good guy was fine. It's like that scene in the bar after he gets the glasses. Like, it was, oh, a, yeah, it yeah. was a little long, actually. Yeah, like, yeah. you could you could have done like the first three eight yeah. people instead yeah. of going through like fifteen. Like I didn't care about Wendy that, or whoever that, that woman was. Very much a, that seems very much a scene of like, okay, let's explain this all to the audience so they lot get it. A lot of exposition. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna it's lie. Deposition. A lot of exposition, yeah, but I did appreciate all the ties to the MCU. 
because then it, it, you, like you brought you brought in like four yeah. or five different yeah. movies in there. Well, you brought Iron Man one. <laughs> so yeah, Iron Man pretty- one, <laughs> Civil War. Um, I'm like, all right, oh wow, all right. I mean, I guess it, appreciate it. But personally, I agree with you. I think Homecoming is a stronger movie. Yeah. And I mean, Chris mentioned off the line, and I agree with him. MJ is a lot better in this than she is in Homecoming. So it's funny you mentioned well, that. Those are the gripes I had with Far From Home. There were like two or three different things that happened in Far From Home that just didn't tie in to Homecoming. Because she wasn't really socially well, awkward anymore. Peter or? was never into MJ. Yeah. He was into Liz. And then all of a sudden now he's been pining for her for a while. You don't know what's happened in the last we couple of We do know what's happened. Like, all that's happened is a snap. Yeah, <laughs> Things happened in the I snap. Mean, when he was collecting dust, he thought of MJ. Sorry, G? It seemed like towards the end of Homecoming that he... Yeah, I think they... Le- in, their, in, their last, in their last scene together where she says, like, you know, my friends call me MJ or whatever. Like, I kind of felt like, a little something. I thought that... <laughs> yeah, I think that's, right like, where there. they set it up for the next movie. Like, was that they left it at that because they... It, we, we as the audience know that it's going to evolve into a romance. It because should, we, yeah. It's already been established. Like, we know this. Even if you've never read a comic book, you have to have known that, like, this is just... And Jane Peter. Always. And yeah. while, it was, while it was good at certain points, I felt like I was watching a John Hughes movie well, that's and what, a that's superhero that's movie the at the same though. time. I, I oh, that's what I loved about it. Because Watts, yeah. Watts loves I mean, Hughes and he wanted it to be a It Hughes was movie. too much. I still. Oh, that's what. Because it's like really. I love comic book movies that, like, okay, on the. Like, they were superhero movies. They were supposed to be fun and entertaining and full of action. But I like when they're, like, really mastered some, something else. And, yeah. like, this is, like, a fun coming of age movie that happens to be about a superhero. And then. And then like, same thing, like, with watching, like, The Dark Knight. Like, The Dark Knight is, like, a crime thriller that just happens to feature a superhero. Yeah, I get So, like, it. I like when they're, like, when they're other things, when they're not just. Like, when they can. Okay. I, I thought that it was successful at being multiple things and And i I think it accomplished its goal of being a coming of age movie of being like like a a teen romance of being an action film of being a comic book movie i thought it succeeded at all of that and uh chris you said you you mentioned teased about it before you had something to say about the best friend um oh i don't remember ned about ned oh He's not very good at keeping secrets. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, that guy is. That guy has more holes than the Titanic. Uh, oh, did you like the stuff with him and the girl? No. Yeah. I was, yeah whatever. It was funny. That, I think that very, good. It was cute. I thought. I thought the funny. Age. The funniest part of it was at the at the end of the movie when he's like, "Oh, we broke up." No, and, yeah. they, <laughs> and they talked about how like the long relationship One that they of the had. Most so. amicable breakups in like ever ever. ever. <laughs> And then, right, uh, thoughts? Uh, I I think Homecoming was a better film, but this was a better movie. Like, the spectacle was amazing. The Like, the Mysterio stuff. Like, I've been oh, tired yeah. of Mysterio for a very long time, especially here. And, like, I was, like, even back in the Sam Raimi days, like, it'd be really cool to see Mysterio live action and fuck everyone I was afraid. <laughs> yeah, those, those sequences where, like, he was doing all this stuff. Yeah, like, that was good. Like, all those fights were so good. Like, they were so uh, well done. Yeah. The set, straight, out of a straight out of a Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The set, like, is, I, the production design on it was fantastic. Like, I love yeah, that. like, the stuff. whole, like, globetrotting thing, it being, yeah, like, you know, cool. overseas, like, helped, like, like, it was just, like, it was felt like a bigger, better movie. I don't know. Yeah. I, I enjoyed no, I'm not the saying I didn't like I have the about the movie itself is... I was really hoping in uh, Far From Home we'd get 
the moments after I think it was the last scene or was it a post credit scene where the uh, Aunt May finds out and then she goes from what the fuck to pimping him out basically yeah. for charity um, without <laughs> that saying, was the second one like, that didn't like anything. Sense. Like, that's the one thing that bothered me. How do you guys like and she the had uh, serious like seventies vibe? Yeah, with those, yeah. those with those bell bottoms. I was like, oh god. What do you think about the happy dynamic? I like. I it. loved everything I with happy it. in it. My I I, it. my favorite scene in the movie is actually where he starts kind of being Tony. Yes. In on yeah. the, on the plane when the he's plane. like moving yeah. everything around like, exactly like Tony. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Once the Led Zeppelin hit, I'm like, ah, that's a good callback. Loved it. I actually was hoping that when he put on those glasses, it was RDJ. Oh, the voice of RDJ. Yeah. I thought it was going to be that. That would have been really, really nice to, to kind of keep those paychecks coming for RDJ. Uh, yeah, because he needs them right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, was it announced he made like $2 billion or something off of that off of uh, Endgame? No, or Ryan. He did not make more than the movie's entire worldwide total. I'm sorry. He made $6 million budget- <laughs> Yeah, I think he made another seventy four. <laughs> he made more, he made, he made more money than the Actually, movie itself. All of Big Game box office went to Robert Downey Jr. I think we, <laughs> I think we've lost Chris after that comment. <laughs> That's crazy. I meant million or something like that. He made I seventy. He, I think no, he just he made, made an extra. He made sixty-six million. On yeah, his. and I think he made another seventy-four on something. Some. Some some records just to gauge where everyone's. Everyone, taking, like, I mean, they were smart enough to take like back end deals. So this is yeah, he's got points. He's back-end. got like he's got like a Jack Nicholson deal. Yeah, with the, God, what were we saying? I was like, just to gauge where everyone's heads at. Out of ten, where would you put this? Like ranking? Yeah, like, ranking. No, I mean, I give it. Like, I give wait, it four reels. So um, like seven, seven, right? Yeah, it's still good. Well, it's still my, very good. I think I'm in the eights. Eight? As a Spidey yeah. fan, like, like they touched on him being like an actual genius. Which is cool, which yeah. like doesn't always happen or it gets lost. That like Peter Parker is like one of the smartest people in the MCU, and mm-hmm. gets very lost. Uh, and like I, like for me as a comic fan, like that's that's big. It's a big like, thing him, of him. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a big part of his character that in the movies generally like it never gets any play. Yeah, like Tobey Maguire, you weren't looking at. No, like, no, any yeah, of he was that. a struggling college student. <laughs> What what did you all right? And I guess we can get to the big big spoiler. So post credit scenes, post-credit some scenes. of the best they've ever done, right? Definitely. MCU's ever done oh, yeah. easily. So as soon as I heard the Daily Bugle, I was like, no, they're not. <sighs> and I heard as soon as I heard the voice, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you describe it as, Chris? I said my erection scraped the moon. <laughs> 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 that's like our third hot take like they've all been you Chris oh, it was, oh that they wasn't a been, hot take they've all been from Chris uh, they've all been that was, that's, not, that's not a hot take that is a fact <laughs> so like, it was like I like stood out of my seat so oh, actually uh, you, 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 so had, you, you had trouble <laughs> standing up from your seat <laughs> so apparently I read an article I think uh, Friday, that the original plan was always for Peter to reveal he's Spider-Man, but they wanted to originally do it like in a Iron Man way. Like he says, I'm Spider-Man. This is a hundred times better because I don't know yeah. too much about Mysterio, but what I do know is that he always has that one last trick up his sleeve. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was it. So I am very curious to where the hell we go now. Yeah. yeah. And, and I it's lo- perfect for Jonah to be it. Yes. yes. Like it's and, Perfect. And the fact they got JK back. That's, yeah, that's, that was it. How the, well did everyone's theater get for that? Well, mine was pretty was empty, crazy. so 
it was it was you know it was pretty loud. I saw I saw a midnight screen like the day it opened, and it's pretty oh raucous affair when that oh, happened. Yeah. I went like Sunday. <laughs> it, was, it was like a genuine. It was pretty quiet. The, it was a genuine surprise, and it was a nice surprise. And I love that right away you build that hate. With 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 Spider Man, yeah. yeah, and how he's a Mysterio's the greatest superhero of all time. I'm like, yep. oh my god, that's fucking great. Uh, what do you think of the second one, The Scrolls? Yeah, yeah, loved it too. So we essentially are setting up that Captain Marvel's pretty much two is going to be in the f- present, right? With, yeah, with the involvement yeah. of the yeah. Scrolls. Yeah, much much to the dismay of everyone that hates Brie Larson. And <laughs> it's funny because I remember a few years ago, uh, Chris and I were talking. I guess. Half shot, half props on this because Chris was always like, "Oh, uh, Nick Fury is a scroll," and when he turned into a scroll, I'm like, "Oh my god, was Chris right this whole time?" <laughs> and then, still could know. be. Oh, you think so? Who knows? I, I I was talking offline to Ryan about this, and like, if you make the real Nick Fury, he's been a scroll since, like, we'll say like the fall I of Shield. Soldier. Yeah, since Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, since since the fall of Shield, like it makes a lot of sense that the scrolls have orchestrated the entire Infinity War to take down, essentially, your big three. Because Thor's off-world, and then Steve's 97, and Tony's dead. Did you so notice you leave, that... Th- you leave, you lo- only Earth, have yeah. your new set of heroes. Earth is vulnerable, you're right. Did you notice that they kind of in- insinuated that uh, Cap is dead? Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, I got... Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. Because they only show the people that passed away because they show vision and they show uh widow. iron man they show widow so i was wondering if and then because this takes place a few months i wonder if a few months after he's already because essentially like he or doesn't he just assume dead because he doesn't yeah. really take any public uh yeah that could be it because i wonder because he doesn't really have anyone left yeah. peg has passed away so he's really by himself so i wouldn't yeah i it wonder would just be yeah it would just be the avengers that know that he's still around yeah so yeah. but you know Overall thoughts, I like it a lot. Very much so, It's yeah. very good. Tom Holland is the quintessential Spider-Man. I don't think anyone he should... Is, he yeah, is Spider-Man. He's perfect. Yeah. He's perfect. Yeah. He's perfect. And in my rankings of Spider-Man movies, um, I think it's still Into the Spider-Verse and everything else. So, mm-hmm. But I would I would put Into the Spider-Verse number one, Homecoming two, then two, three, and then this one. I would put it as my fourth overall and number three live action. Like for me, it's the best live action one. But and I love yeah, Spider Man. Like I love Spider Man two a lot. You yeah, I think I think I still have two in front of it for me. I put I three it's... movies. Oh, I think it's best. I think Spider Man three before this. You put Spider Man three before this. So it would out of all of them, including Spider Verse, it would be Spider Verse, Homecoming two, and then Far From Home. And then in the live action, I would put Homecoming two, and then got it, got it, Far got, from it home. got it, got it. Yeah, but, similar. I think with me it'd be um, Spider Verse, Homecoming. Far from home, then two. Okay, yeah. What about you guys? My favorite live action Spider Man, and then Spider Verse. In this, I think Spider Verse is just above it, but not like by a landslide. You are fucking out of your mind, right? You are so out of your mind. It's not even funny. That Spider Verse is far ahead of it for me, but I think I still think Far From Home is like just thinking about it now. It's the best live action Spider Man. And what do you think? What about you, Chris? Yeah, Into the Spider-Verse 1. For me, it's still Spider-Man 2. And then Far From Home and then Homecoming. Miss Gonzalez? Aww. 
Is it Mrs. It Mrs. is Mrs. Mrs. Unless it something happened Mrs. on this cruise that no one knows about. No, no. I actually went to this, I Friday I went to the Social Security office. So as of right now, I'm not going back again. So it's gonna stay Gonzalez. Alright, what what about you? Um I think I liked Into the Spider Verse the best. Then Homecoming, then Far From Home. And then I guess I would go back to the original Toby. I guess. Two is great. Yeah. Two is the best. I think two captures. Toby. And I can't really speak to the Andrew Garfield era because I never saw those. Yes. But Emma Stone's in it. You don't have to. The Amazing Spider-Man is not. But Emma Stone's in it. The Amazing Spider-Man 1 is good. The Amazing Spider-Man is good. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a whole Doesn't it suck that they wasted a good Gwen Stacy? Yeah. Because if you brought Emma Stone to play Gwen Stacy now, that would be. Here's the thing, though. The cool part is. Well, she's too old now, but you know what I mean. J. Jonah Jameson and just not even caring about the fact that he was part of the last franchise. Yeah, you could kind of do that. But I think Emma's too old now. Yeah, but you could bring back another character. And she's like 30. How old is she? She's not. She's still in her 20s. She can't be in it. Tom Holland's like 24 or something. I think she's 28. Or twenty nine, something like that. But uh, I, I but, also like that these these guys can convincingly play high school students, even though they're in their early twenties. Like they look like they could be sixteen years old. They like that's like, and I, I mean, like you said before, that's one of the things that kind of takes you out of it when you watch the original Spider Man now, because Tobey Maguire clearly doesn't look like a high school does student. No. Kirsten Dunst. I mean, no one looks like they're in high school in the original Spider Man, no. <laughs> <laughs> including uh, Mangiello, Flash, Flash, right? Yeah, Flash, I, Flash Thompson is like. A full-grown man. Played <laughs> <laughs> by the guy he played by Joe Magnum. That's yeah, Joe Magnello. Mangianello. Yeah. Flash. I love the turn that they did with Flash in this. I really like this version of Flash. He's yeah. He's pretty funny. Yeah. He's spot on. Oh, I, he, I hated that douchebag for it. Like, what was his name? Uh, the they they set up to kind of be like Peter's rival for MJ's affection. Oh, oh his, yeah. I will say the picture. I'm glad you mentioned. I'm glad you mentioned that. G. I forgot his name, but um. I love that they were able to really connect what happened to those kids with the snap. The blip. And then the blip. So I really like that they were able to connect that. But yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home into theaters. Uh, last topic for the day. I wanted to get you got your guys' perspective on the divide between critics and casual moviegoers. G brought it up on his page, and I thought that was a good, good little topic for us to dive into. Um, so... Essentially, you see the Rotten Tomatoes and the critics and audience score is so divisive on a lot of stuff, especially horror movies. Do you think it's because horror mo- and to bring up an example, Midsummer is really low on audience score, but you have a movie like The Nun, who is a good high score audience wise. Do you think? And made, made a lot of money. And I, I, I think this is what it is. I think you have horror movies. That the casual movie watcher is, I guess, programmed to be the quintessential way to watch a horror movie. Jason, Michael, uh, Freddy. Yeah. Straight, along the line, kills, jump scares, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Now, when you get movies like Hereditary, you get movies like uh, It Follows, The Witch, It Follows, The Babadook. That are trying to be more than a horror movie and try to ex- explore different perspectives of the human mind. You get people that are like, oh, I don't like this. This is not horror. This is yeah. trash. I think that's where the divide comes in where casual moviegoers don't really want to think with horror. They just want to get scared, quote unquote, get scared, which I don't find jump scares to be scary at all. 
So like Chris mentioned before with Crawl, he knows where they're coming, but at least this one does something different. I think Har- that's why the Nun made money. Even like La Llorona made money, and it's not, you know, great at all. Yeah. I think that's where the disconnect is, and that's why I'm surprised that The Conjuring made so much money. Because The Conjuring, despite it does have its jump scares, it is trying to be something completely different, I think. And it succeeded in both critically and financially. That's where I yeah. think the divide comes. And it, I mean, it's not just with the horror genre, but this is the, the genre we're using right now. Well, I, go ahead, G. Like the Conjuring, like I mean, like, at its core, even though it is much different from like most horror movies, at its core, though, it's still like a haunted house movie, and those are those kind of are what a lot of moviegoers are familiar with. It, like you know, movies in that regard. I think that's why those movies did as well as they did when they came out with critics and audiences because they I, I think the main problem with and like because like someone on the, my page that mentioned this kept using the conjuring and annabelle and the nun as like the example of like stupid horror movies mm-hmm. compared to like thought-provoking horror movies i think uh i think the the main problem that happens is in the marketing when like something's marketed as where a lot of critics are like this is the scariest movie i've ever seen which is what they did with hereditary last year the casual moviegoer is going to hear that and be like, oh, I have to see it because it's like the scariest thing. This like They're saying it's the scariest movie of all time. And then they go to see it, and what they get is something that's a little bit more thought-provoking and not filled with like jump scares and like gore or like stuff like that. And like I don't know what people are looking for when they're looking for the scariest movie of all time, but I think a lot of the issue comes with how they market it to people. Like If you're going to like build that hype by saying this is the scariest thing I've seen, then it has to live up to that. Like I've seen people that loved Annabelle comes home, and I liked it. I liked it yeah. quite a bit. But I re- I completely agree with G on his review. There are way too many unnecessary jump scares in Annabelle. It's a movie yeah. that's already setting. It set a beautiful tone. The atmosphere is creepy if, as hell. And then you have jump scare after jump scare after jump scare, and there are plot devices to set up jump scares. And I hate when they do that. And they don't need to do that. And that's where I'm like, all right, like you're just adding to it. It's a dangerous game the conjuring universe is playing because it's settling it as the quintessential norm for a horror movie rather than try to be something more creative and innovative like it i love it i don't know what you guys think and i know g and i adore it i think it is one of the best modern day horror movies for many reasons but the two main reasons is the fact that it it is still a horror movie and is a coming of age story I've said when I wrote my review, it's a blend of the Goonies and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, you're able to incorporate both, and still make a fantastic movie. They don't want and and it was able to be critically successful and, as you saw, financially successful. So like, right. I think that's where the disconnect comes in that people expect one thing, like G mentioned, and it has to do with marketing. It has to do with assumptions. Yeah, because POV movies. Those POV horror movies made yeah. a lot of money throughout its after paranormal activity, and they fucking suck. I hate those things. There's no, I feel like there's no real creativity. Like, let's mm. see how you can make something move in a quote unquote scary way. It's like, look at that sheet. Like, look at, <laughs> like, look at the door close. Like, I've, uh, Surge has been on, saw Game of Thrones before, and he loves POV movies, and I, don't like them at all i feel like it's such as it's a it's a cheap way to make money you're gonna make money on these movies but i feel like there's 
so uncreative. I never. That's why I hate Blair Witch Project. That's why I hate those types of movies. I just never yeah, really. Found footage. They, they can found be uncreative, but movies. like watching something like Paranormal Activity. Like, I mean, I, I like the first one and I like the third one. The rest of them are kind of blah. But if you're in the right atmosphere watching it, like I've never, I didn't see any of them except the third one in the theater. I watched Paranormal Activity alone in the dark at my house, and. Even though it's done on the cheap and it's a gimmick, it does work if you watch it in the right environment. You do kind of feel a bit unsettled while you're watching it. But wouldn't you be that way with a lot of horror movies, though? Like, if you're by yourself, in the dark. Like, Jenny Jenny can be a little scaredy cat. If Jenny's watching by herself, let's say the... I'm trying to think of a movie that's not top-tier horror. Let's say... Child's uh, Boy. Okay, that's a good example. All right, let's just throw, yeah, perfect. but I don't get scared of child's play. But if you were in the dark at like one o'clock in the morning, pitch black, and if I was see- a kid, I would. But now I don't. Not now. Okay. No, not child's I think, I think- play. I think the ones that are like classic, like I love watching Friday the Thirteenth, like Halloween, like they don't actually scare me. I think if I saw them as a kid, kid, like if I was a kid they would scare me off the bat. And I mean, I think at the time when I did first see them, I was always thrown like Kevin Bacon scene in Friday the 13th gave me nightmares for like the longest time. Like I was always like scared that there was someone under the bed that was going to throw up like, like like push up a screwdriver or spike or something like that traumatized me. But then like watching it as an adult on like, like obviously it's scary, but it's not. I'm not like I don't have that same fear that there's someone under the bed now. Chris, what were yeah. you gonna say? I think it really just depends on like what you fear, like as a person, because I think that's what these movies target. Yeah, and like it's like it's obviously like yeah, going back to the child's play, like it's funny, but like if that doll was trying to attack me, I would have no fear, particularly like the original version, because like you know it's a doll, you can easily dispatch that. <laughs> but like, but, but what I liked about the new one, of a man though. <laughs> I don't think so. He always he always like beat up people laying down and shit like that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but like, if you look at the new one, like where it immerses you completely in like it takes over all your technology, that's a whole other ball game. Mm-hmm. Like that would be legitimately fearful because like I don't know how any of that works. Like these things that you can't combat it. Like I'll say like for me in horror movies, one thing that I know always scares me is like. When you when somebody like looks down a long corridor, doesn't see anything, then looks right back around, and then like they're right in front of your face. For whatever reason, my whole life, like that always gets me. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter what the trope is like, but like that works. Like some people are deathly afraid of water. Like I'm sure open water, yeah. which like is a horrible movie for oh, me. Open, open would water be... terrifies me. See that for that same reason because I I can't swim. And like being in that kind of environment, like in that situation, oh, it's horrifying. With, like, oh my god! Look I, at the, so the whole time I was watching it, I had like mad anxiety because I was like, I wouldn't. There's no way I could survive that. Like it's, yeah. yeah I guess it, yeah, they really do just tap in on what scares certain individuals. Like, like if you look at what Jaws does so well, like what year did Jaws come out? 1975. Like, 75. How many people do you know that are still extremely afraid of the situation coming with a shark? Right here. Yeah. And they ne- you'll never – odds are you'll never see one in the ocean, open ocean. Never even encounter one. That's true. That's, that's, a good- that's just the fear that's like instilled in your brain. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about this part of the argument? Because like what kind of started on that thread was this like kind of an argument in the comments between people. There were people that were like, well, movies are hereditary – and Babadook and It Follows are just too smart 
for the Casual movie, and you guys just don't get it. And then it became this argument of like, oh, no. it doesn't mean I'm not smart and I didn't get it, I just didn't like it. So it was like this whole thing about like, well, you just don't understand it. It's like over your head because it has so much to say. I just people being hardos. Yeah, I think if you <laughs> tell someone, but you're never going to market a movie this way. Like, if you tell someone that, okay, this isn't your everyday horror movie, you're going to have to put some thought into it. That people maybe will go into it a little differently. Like Hereditary is a very intelligent movie. Like I, I I'm gonna bring this up for probably the device outside before Midsummer. The divisive quote unquote horror movie was Us this year because yeah, of yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. it and you guys have seen it right? Yeah, loved it. And I thought it was yeah. fantastic. Now I have a friend of mine who went with us to the screening and I joked with Jen after we finished the movie and I think I've said this on the episode before that. Um, we were waiting for him to come out of the bathroom, and I told Jen, I'm like, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic, but I think Kevin didn't get it. Was Us a horror movie, though? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Huh. So I was like, oh, I don't think Kev is going to get it. I was like, I think he's going to be like, I don't know what the hell happened. Jen's like, no, no, he probably did. And I'm like, when he came out of the bathroom, I'm like, Kev, what do you think? He's like, I liked it, but I don't, I didn't get it. And there goes that. It goes to the, sometimes, G mentioned it perfectly, it's how you promote it. And if you promote it in a way that you're like, oh, this is going to be an insightful study of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then maybe it'll, you'll go in a different way. You're not going to be like. You can't be on the nose. You can't be like, this is going to go over your head probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it has like, to be. Are you that. ready? Are you ready to think <laughs> do, this <laughs> summer? <laughs> you, you do it in like. I mean, I think I think some of the best marketed films are horror movies because like they they are. I mean, you can make a shitty horror movie look pretty decent. With a good trailer, yeah. I mean, and like, I mean, they really know how to like do that well. <laughs> and I and I know people like I, like even though I took those same friends that didn't like Hereditary to go see Midsummer. When we saw the trailer for that movie, though, they were all in because they thought the trailer looked great. Now they were like reluctant when it said from the director of Hereditary. They're like, oh, um, but like they, that trailer, they were like, okay, I'm still, I can still go see it. And they saw it, and they didn't like it, but like. And I also you know, think casual something. There was still a hook that made them want to go see it in that marketing. And I think the split is between between critics and casual, or just any moviegoer as a whole, is with every genre right now. It's a big topic of debate. But I think horror gets it the worst because I think casual moviegoers love horror movies for the right. reasons that I mentioned before. That's why I think that genre catches it the hardest. Like you'll have. It happens every Oscar year. I mean, these movies are like I see on my on my feed because I have more casual goers and you know guys like me, G, or or you guys like that are more into like I want to watch that new Hercules movie with Jason Momoa, and I'm like, yeah, that or Conan, whatever it was, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? And I jokingly say, I'm like, damn, some people have really shitty taste, but I'm like. It's it's just a common thread with everything. And like right. the the most recent one of a movie which I think is the most divisive movie of probably the century of two two thousands is Star Wars. I think that has I, I don't I can't think of a movie that as was more divisive than that in this century, in the two thousands. I can't. Hmm. And it's Force Awakens, right? No no Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Like for me it's top tier Star Wars. To some, it's the worst thing ever, and it's it's such a disconnect. And I never, I can't, I really like outside of like the marketing for horror, I can't see the disconnect. It's surprising for me to see such a disconnect with certain movies. Right, like Star well, Wars know, what, shocked what, what, me. What kind of, it, 
Oh, go ahead. The, the whole film versus movie thing, like, you know, film, prestige, stuff like that. Movies just kind of go and escapism. Mm-hmm. You think it's something yeah, like I, think I, I think argument? Yeah, I people watch movies differently, too. Like, we, I mean, like, we will watch something and, like, we know, like, a lot about films. So you can, like, the way things are shot and, like, you know, the way it's written. And, like, mm-hmm. we can, like, pick it apart that way. And then there's other people that watch movies just to escape. And they're not really, you know, they're not film buffs. They like movies. They want to be entertained. But they're not dissecting it the same yeah. way. That's why the, uh, that's why the last Jedi stuff being so divisive shocked me because it was it's Star Wars has always been the movie that you go to to escape. I never I never really saw where you get into the let shit on this thing. And it happens now with Marvel and DC. Yeah, yeah. When well, did it turn into a competition? Well, keep in mind though, even with Star Wars, like yes, when it first came out, it's supposed to be just like this, like fantasy, sci-fi, you know, Battlestar Galactica type thing. But like people got invested, like their emotions got invested, they're 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 mentally invested. It became a theological study as far as like the Force and religion. Um, so like when you keep bringing out these movies, you can't expect people to just look at it on the, on the surface. People start looking deeper into it. So that's where I got divisive. Mm-hmm. Once you get people thinking and like and believing and trying to put in their own lives into this world, like Star Wars became one of the biggest franchises in the history of movies. Yeah, outside of MCU at this point, I don't right? think there's anything bigger. It's insane. It's yeah, it's I don't know. It's just surprising. Well, same thing with Harry Potter movies, I'm guessing. Same thing with Lord of the Rings, I'm guessing. There's probably gonna be I, like purist so versus I am a I am a big Harry Potter franchise fan and I think most of us are, right? I, I, yeah. Chris, you're, Chris, you too, right? Yes, I had those first two. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think, me personally, I never really seen a divisiveness on Harry Potter. They paid, because they, they stayed pretty close to the text. Yeah. From what I, you from know, what you're I not going to include everything from the book. Yeah. But, Go ahead. but you still have some people that are very like, you didn't put this from the book yeah. or this isn't like, yeah. did you like, I don't know if they even mentioned it. I'd have to rewatch the first movie, but I actually never read the books and I've only seen the movies and I decided that I'm going to start to read the books and I just finished the first book actually. Oh, nice. And I'm actually very impressed with how much they do capture in the movies, like certain things like the chess game yeah. and like all these things. And I'm like, I'm very impressed by it. And then I'm like, I don't really remember Ron having these two older brothers minus the twins. Like, I don't know if they mentioned them in the movie. I could be wrong. They might. They do. They do. They, they do? do. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, then like, that would have been something that, like, maybe someone wanted to include in that. But if it's there, then. Yeah. And I, the thing with horror movies, because I, I, you guys, I defer to you when it comes mm-hmm. to horror. Like, you guys are definitely way, way more versed in that world. Um I'm more of like a casual psychological thriller type dude. Yeah. So when he started bringing up Us, when I went to watch Us, I didn't go watch it because it was a horror movie. I went to watch it because I was thinking it was going to be suspenseful and make me think. Which did. But yeah. I didn't ever think it was a horror movie. Yeah, it's classified as a as a horror movie. I mean, I like I mentioned, horror movie gets it the worst. Like perfect example in a movie that I can throw I can throw G into this specific movie. I. Love the Halloween. The Halloween franchise is my favorite horror franchise. With its ups and downs, it's my favorite horror franchise. I in my top three, I believe top three four, is Halloween three. And Halloween three is the only one that has nothing to do with Michael Myers. It is an anthology film, and it is now beloved. It's had, had, and G went to the Halloween forty convention, and he can attest to this. There's a lot of love for Halloween three over there, right, G? 
yeah, they. Uh, it's like the. It's become the like unsung hero of the franchise. I think there are a lot of fans. There were there were more at the Halloween convention. There were more fans in that room for that movie uh, than like Halloween two. And like, to and to me, like what I the comparison I I put into it is the. Everyone loves American Horror Story, and it's the anthology thing mm-hmm. of every season being different. Yeah, Halloween three was the first one to do it, but Halloween three goes back into the marketing of like they've marketed it as, as the next Halloween movie and you know yeah. blah 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 but like that goes into a big divisiveness between Halloween fans and horror fans that you're like we can't like this movie because it's not it's like taboo it's not pure Halloween yeah, it's not pure got it yeah I mean like, just to give you a perspective there are a lot of people even though there are a lot of people in the room if you were like when you were about to walk into it some of the people that were like outside that really like, oh what's in there they're like oh halloween through they're like oh it's such a shitty sequel man like, i didn't even bring back michael myers that's the same argument yeah like that's why yeah, they didn't sure. like it so yeah it was like so i mean like i you know i was one of those people in the beginning i didn't really like it a lot um i watched it again after david told me to rewatch it and like it is on its own it's perfectly fine that was it so is. funny. The way you said it, I you're watched like, it again after David made me rewatch it. It has again. some to me. It has outside of Halloween one. It is the best score out of all the entire Ooh. franchise. And it, has, and it has a really great ending. The a ending really great really- ending, and some of the most surprising moments in the movie when they basically kill a kid on screen. Yeah, and his face like like gets destroyed by like snakes and shit. Like Chris, you were gonna say something. I I think it just falls on like the marketing, like you said, like they marketed it as Halloween, and like when you have two movies preceding that, that's kind of the marketing fault. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I agree. I agree. Too, I would be pissed if like I went to see Iron Man three and Iron Man wasn't in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what there, I mean. There, there is not. legit a scene in Halloween three where they show the trailer for Halloween. Yeah, with and I and not for nothing, <laughs> not for nothing. Yeah, I actually really like this scene because. Cool. G and I, like, one of my favorite scores of all time is the Halloween score. During that scene, there is, like, an intense moment going on between, I forgot the main guy's name, but Ted Atkins. Uh, he's, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins is our protagonist, right? And they're having this conversation with the Halloween score playing in the background of the commercial. Wow. The commercial, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think it's still fucking pretty brilliant. That's because pretty you're, That's pretty dope. But going back to Chris's point. Like, I remember the Halloween 3 trailer because when I really started getting into Halloween 3, because I was one of those when I was younger, I was like, first time I saw Halloween 3, I was like, uh, I think like 12 or 13. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? No, it's the one you skip and it's the one you didn't own. Yeah. Like, you're just like, I don't want yeah. it. It's not part of the chronology. I think I my, it at all. I started to change when I was like 18 or 19. And then I progressively just started liking it more and more and more. The trailer to Halloween 3 has the Halloween music as well. <laughs> Yeah. See, like that's just uh, that's just a cash grab, hundred percent. That's a Hollywood cash grab. And I so, always like, there, want there'd be people jaded. Yeah, and the director uh, the director fully admits like during the Halloween convention he was like that was all because Universal was the one that released it, mm-hmm. and he was like a lot of the issues with Halloween had to do with the way Universal chose to market it. They the the people behind the movie that were working on it did not want to even didn't even really want to call it Halloween 3. There was, like, a lot of speculation where they were, like, they want to go with the whole, like, the subtitle, The Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. They want to go with that. And then Universal was like, no, it's fine. Like, we'll we'll make people understand that it's different. Got it. And, like, they, and, they, and they said they saw the first marketing materials, and they were like, no, people aren't going to get that it's different. They're going to, like, 
they're gonna feel like they got duped, and like a lot of people did feel they got duped. Uh, and so it's, it's the Tokyo Drift. Yeah, of and the I Halloween think, movies. and I also yeah, think, yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah. comparison. I think too the hate for the hate on the casual moviegoer when they, um, you know, they think they're gonna get something or not. The hate spews by feeling betrayed. Yeah, and yeah. the betrayal leads to vitriol hate for something, and like. You know, we get that with so many movies. I and I, I hadn't seen the Yoda. third one until, like, me. you showed me yeah. it, right? That's good. And I always wondered, right? Because, like, I'd always watch it on AMC. So it was always, like, Halloween, Halloween 2. Halloween then it four. would go 4 mm-hmm. and then 5. And I was always like, why don't they ever play 3? And I'm like, like, what's they... secret Halloween movie? <laughs> I'm like, what? Where is 3? Like, where is it? And I just, like, and then I had never seen it until we actually went to the convention and we met the actor, Tom Atkins. And then Dave's like, oh, you got to watch it and then i watched it and i was like i like it's a fun i don't know it's a it's, it's very it's campy like it's just a fun movie yeah, it's, it's not good. you know but then you're watching it and you're like yeah this has nothing to do with michael myers i mean at the end of the day everything's gonna be divisive nowadays nowadays yeah not everyone feels that their opinion actually matters when when <laughs> matt oh, you remember when we saw hereditary last year and I, like we had this exchange like we both we loved it and i'm like oh it was so good it was so good and i remember when i had to do the box office and that's when i always see the cinema score and it got a D plus. I was like, "Damn, there's gonna be like a huge like disconnect between like us and then everyone else." Yeah, it's the... <laughs> like just did not. Or like, and I couldn't even tell that when I saw it in my screening. I felt like people enjoyed it when I went to go see it. Same with mine uh, for Hereditary. But like, you know, just talking to people later, they were like, "Yeah, that movie was garbage." Like they just like went full on. Like some people even compared it to them seeing Mother for the first time. Like they thought it was like that bad for them. And I was like, ah, I feel like I. Was watching like you feel like you're watching something completely different when other people have that reaction. You're just like, wow, I just I can't believe you didn't like it. Like, it, yeah, no, I agree. You want to try to explain to people, like, I, but then you feel like you're coming off like snobby, trying to like explain why you think it's good and why you should like it. So I'm always careful with that now because I used to have friends who were like, man, you're only saying that because like you're all in the film and like I just want to see shit that's not boring. Basically, that's what they say. Like, just entertain me for an hour and a half, and they they, they want nothing more than that. And that sucks because sometimes yeah. it's, I love it, going it to movies. It sucks too in this like, current climate that we're in because we're always talking about like, oh, I want them to make original ideas. I want original yeah, stuff. And then yeah. when you get original stuff, you it doesn't do it. well sometimes. So I kind of understand why Hollywood's just like, well, it didn't make money. So yeah, we're going to go back to the safe. sequels and reboots and yeah, whatever. Which sucks. But um, no, good t- good discussion, uh-huh. guys. Uh, <clears throat> any, any last words, Ryan and Chris, on this? No, I think that's, that pretty much covers it. Ryan? Yeah, I really I really can't add much more else. You guys covered it all. <laughs> Alright, guys. So, that pretty much wraps it up for today. Uh, G, you will be covering San Diego Comic-Con next week. Ooh, and yeah. I can't believe it's here already. Heck yeah. I know. And hopefully you will be reporting that Phase 4 is officially here and with the list of movies that we're going to get. So. And the community movie. Let's go. Six seasons <laughs> in a movie. Let's do it. Six seasons <laughs> in a movie, baby. Heck yeah. Um, Next episode is our 100th episode, so... We will have some fun stuff going on that episode. So that's all I got to say. I, I will not, I will not tell any. It, as long as it's as fun as hashtag nobody gets laid on a day date or hashtag my <laughs> erection scrape the moon. We can't really miss on this. Yeah, absolutely. We can't, we can't miss on that. All right. So for this week's Raw Chronicles, see you later, kids. Bye. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. 
Until next Monday, keep it real. Thank you.